0: It is yes, like between the lines. <laughs> Facebook, come on, Twitch. Twitch
1: there never shows go. up, oh. but it is there.
2: Oh, oh. Sending What's data. DLive's
1: D-Live another streaming <laughs> service. No, it's been there for a while. It's My just brother not... might
2: buy a truck. Nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: just not the most popular <laughs> streaming service, but it gets some
0: views. Oh, okay. You get some views. I get some views. Welcome all. All hello. the zero people on right now. Oh, hello. Have a good day.
3: How are you all today?
1: I also found out that, that number is not ever accurate. What really? Yeah. What? So like it's like not right.
3: Oh.
0: So
1: we might there might actually be people already in here.
0: But we just don't know. Because it doesn't oh. generate... Sometimes it doesn't
1: generate... It not before we were doing... Not our previous discussions weren't. No one was
4: Oh, there. okay. But yeah,
1: uh, that number sometimes doesn't pick up, like, the other platforms, or it won't pick up Twitch, and Twitch is obviously the most one. So, like, oh. don't take that number as ever accurate, because, like, we had one night where we streamed the book club, and, like, the highest that I saw on there was 11. Yeah. And then I went back and I checked our... Like Streamlabs highlights. Yeah. And so we had 47 people at one time.
2: What? God damn. That's so so, cool.
1: <laughs> and I don't know if that was just people who weren't talking, but I was like, oh, like we've. That number's not right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> all right. Well, that's exciting. We had three people, another zero, but there might be 47. Hey. They might all be there. <laughs> they might
4: all be there watching
3: us right now in this moment.
0: Well, that makes Ugh. me even more happy because we used to get so we were like, we had 12 people watch. But we don't even know. It could have been more than 12. No, mm-hmm. yeah, we know. But still, I get really excited for when 12 people watch because I'm just like, 12 people want to hear what I have to say. <laughs> troll people? Do they go to a bridge? <laughs> Did I say troll people? <laughs> I meant to say 12 people. Oh. <laughs> well, okay, literally, <laughs> this entire week... And even Aiden was like, for some reason, I cannot speak correctly. Like literally today, like I was telling Cass, I was like, oh, do you mind if I take a shower and then we'll go to Smith's and get bagels? And she was like, what do you mean in 30 minutes? And I was like, wait, oh, yeah, what do you she mean? Said 30 minutes. And I meant to say, no, I meant to say, I'll just take a quick shower and then we'll go instead of waiting 30 minutes. Or I don't remember why, I don't remember what I even said. It's just like, I can't believe that I just don't even know what I say. It just comes out. (laughs) Also, I learned, I learned that I say, um, specifically wrong.
4: Oh, yeah. She says
3: pacifically, (laughs) and the thing is, is I always thought that it was just kind of like, it was just, you know, you know, because sometimes she'll mess Mm -hmm. up her Mm -hmm. speech, and I don't want to be, like, I don't want to be a dick and be like, call her out every single time, and she says pacifically, and it's adorable, you know? So it's like, yeah, and it's just kind of like, I thought it was just her thing, but she knew that specifically was the way to say it, and then Aiden called her out just a bit ago and was like, pacifically? And she's like, yeah, and he's like, that's, you're like, is that not how you say it? And he's like, specifically and you were like you could like see her world's like turn. <laughs> <laughs> <was like>, hey,
0: <laughs> well this, here's the thing is um my ex Devin would like he would call me out sometimes but he also thought it was adorable so like I kind of also was like he never corrected me So, Mm -hmm. like, I just kept saying it, and he was like, yeah, I love that, specifically, too. And I'm like, yeah. And I thought that, like, you know, like, maybe you can just say it like that, and people can just, you know, get away with it. But, (laughs) (laughs) no, it was, he was also just being way too nice. People need to call me out more. But I also get frustrated when people call me out, because I know how much I say wrong. Fake fan. Fake fan. Fake fan. Fake fan. Yeah, what a fake fan. What a fake fan. I love saying that. (laughs) <laughs> fake, fake fan.
3: When anything happens, like if someone gets something wrong, even about your friends or something, you're like, ugh, fake fan. Fake fan. Fake
0: fan. That's my fucking favorite. Man. They're like, fan. they're like, oh, what's the what's the name of the person in Star Wars? i was like, fake fan. a <laughs> fucking
1: nerd. Like a fake fan. Learn your
4: characters. Fake,
0: yeah. characters.
2: fake fan. Stupid. I love hanging out with you guys because I knew. I learn so much new lingo (laughs) (laughs) that me and my friends never use. Like, we're still in the nifty (laughs) stage. Well, that's a really good good one. That's a good one. You want to
0: hear a funny story? And this happened literally last night. Well, because I... Because, like, okay, so me and Cass were like, it's just going to be us tonight. And I was like, what can we do? And I was like, well, I want to tell jokes to people <laughs> because I always have the worst jokes. So I was like, I'll make a Tinder And make, and just, like, literally <laughs> don't say anything. Just say, want to hear my joke? And send it to them. Because uh, I wanted to see the feedback. It was lame. I was very disappointed. But... They don't want to see my There the was titties. someone... <laughs> they just want to see my tits. But I really wanted to tell my funny fucking joke. My ham sandwich <laughs> joke. It's a great one. <laughs> she said it in previous ones, so... You'll, you'll wait, know, you have, to, have to, to tell
2: it again. So,
0: a ham sandwich walks into <laughs> the bar, right? He goes up to the bartender, and he's like, Can I get a beer? The bartender looks at him, and he's like... We don't serve food here. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, so I, I literally typed this it out. Is so <laughs> <really
4: bad. laughs> I literally <Your> stuff <laughs> is just like royals. And
0: I literally like copied. I like had it written out, and I just pasted it to every single person. <laughs> it was, fu- it was good. They had some good reactions. Yeah. So like yeah. It, was, it was, good. I had, I asked people I was like, how do you rate that joke? I got a lot of eights, which I was like, you're a liar. I'm never going to beat you in real life. <laughs> my, <laughs>
3: my favorite thing is that one of the people oh, yeah. actually said
0: when he like first
3: rated it, he was like. You know what, I give that an 8 out of 10 because it made me think. Really made me think.
4: Oh, easy. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. think. Like, but then it was
3: goofy, so I loved it. And I
0: was like, wow. And then, like, other people, because, like, you would exchange jokes then. Yeah, I would get people to, like. It was weird mm-hmm. because I would say, because my bio was, I have jokes. I ha- I got good oh, jokes. I got jokes. <laughs> I got jokes. And so people would also then just send me jokes as, like, an icebreaker. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I would send them the ham sandwich joke back.
3: <laughs> So you're like, there you go. And then one person was like, oh, rate my joke. And I was like,
0: say it's 8 out of 10 because it really made you think. (laughs) 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 And then I did, and then I never talked to him again. (laughs) But I think it was either that same guy or there was another guy where... No, Claymores never responded to me back. And what I was like, sexy <laughs> we were talking about sexualizing M&M's. And yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really into the conversation. It's and really then never responded. I was like, fine. I didn't want to talk about sexy M&M's anyways.
1: The conversations <laughs> that can be had on Twitter are quite interesting. Like, oh,
0: super <laughs>
1: Just cool. like right? what people go to for their first thing. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's so good.
0: Yeah. And but I don't want to break
1: the stereotype. Yes. Everyone asks for nudes, okay? It's not everyone. just one-sided.
4: No,
0: like, oh, everyone no. asks for nudes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. Well, especially if it's, like, a really hot guy. You're like, I want to know what's happening here. What's, what's mm-hmm. going on? I want to see what I'm getting into. I've it. never <laughs> asked for nudes, but I, it doesn't surprise me that girls would. But yeah. it reminds me of when you're saying you don't know the lingo. Well, I <laughs> also don't really well with lingo because I told this one guy, I was like, haha, ha and he's like, what? And then both <laughs> Nate and Cass could, like, screenshot. I, I, like, put it on the TV so then we can, like, play no, a drinking game while we do it. And the, it was on the TV. And this guy was like, what? And both Nate and Cass were like, no one says that in real life. We just say that in the group. And I was like, fuck. fuck. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I meant LMAO. I say LMAO with my friends. Because, like, it literally all started out.
3: And, like, even Bella was telling us. Yeah. that she was like, no, Stony and I for the longest time tried to figure out what lemac meant because everyone was like what does that stand for? And it doesn't show up on any sort of like, you know, like urban dictionary or anything because it's not an actual thing. It's not a thing. It was just something that happened yeah. in like the Gilmer chat which was the place that I used to live with like some other friends in Sugar House somebody accidentally said place. yeah instead of lmao it autocorrected to like lma oh uh, wait lmak
0: L, it's lmak
3: yeah lmak so like lamac mm-hmm. and then we all you know when somebody makes a typo everybody makes fun of it you know and so everyone was like lamac LMAK, mac LMAK, LMAK. and then we just kept saying it until eventually we said it in all of our friend group <laughs> chats and that, like our friends all use it but nobody knows what it means <laughs> cuz it doesn't yeah. mean anything
0: I literally, and they sent it to this random guy, and I was like, I'm never talking to you again, because I just, just, because then I was. What does that mean? Well, because, like, I never knew what it means, but we say it so much that I was like, it has to be a thing. It's not a thing. (laughs) But.
3: It's not, but. It's
0: great. I love. Look
1: how <sighs> great the quality looks now that we got rid of that green screen. Right? Rips.
4: Oh, good. so good. We don't look like ghosts. <laughs> yeah.
0: I make sure to put extra blush on because I still look like ghosts. Like a No, ghost. literally, I did that as well. You can, kind of, But then again,
3: when I drink, I get flushed. So I'm like, why do I do this to myself? I don't know. <laughs> Who, Who knows?
2: knows? I don't. That's I for I sure.
1: like the, the orange and purple pop like everywhere. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They do. I really my hair I looks I amazing <laughs> in this. <laughs> I'm like my such hair kind a of matches fan. this. I like it
0: because... Um, <laughs> Cause you can see it in the background with like the alien. You kind of match mm-hmm. like the aesthetic.
2: Oh I yeah. Do. That's kind of my aesthetic. Yeah.
0: I like how I didn't alien. really think about it, but I wore this dress and I kind of matched the, the chair. Yeah, We're all very like matchy it. up in here. Cause I matched this. And you I matched match that. Oh, and you, you match the cups. And the
3: look. cups. Yeah, wow.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, yes. West, are we what are you doing? You got yeah, her. I <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're wearing the swimsuit, yeah. which goes into the book we have read. It's
1: so I okay. feel like.
3: Okay. Oh, I'm pulling mm-hmm. it out. Ooh. Oh, she has the physical book. Oh shit!
2: She is I great. don't have the physical book. Oh no! Oh she has <laughs> a no! <legend>. Oh
3: yeah!
2: <laughs> You're like the Holly now. All of so a sudden, so <laughs> Bring I. Bringing the list. Before the list of characters was mentioned, we talked about a list of characters. So I wrote them down. Oh,
0: Perfect. that's even so better. smart. Well, that's better because I mean, because um, the list you sent me was really good. Because I haven't finished the book all the way. I know how it yeah. ends, so I know. Like, don't worry about spoilers. I'll finish it eventually. But I just because like if you tell me I'm still gonna finish it, I don't really. It doesn't bother me that much when I'm, mm-hmm. really, especially if I'm listening to a book. I don't care if I already know what's gonna happen. Yeah. But the list you sent me, it was like really good. But I feel like it's not personal because you don't really understand the characters. It just basically gives you the synopsis of like the character story and like that's it. But I feel like there's no. I'm like excited
1: explaining like what why they. Yeah. So why don't mm-hmm. you give us like a oh why you
3: chose like a
1: spearhead. Explanation of what's going on in the book, and then yeah. we'll do a deep dive on like
2: the character specifics kind of like the meaning
1: behind each story.
2: Yeah, okay, so this book it's actually this book was criticized by many because it came out originally as a novel. And people were like, no, this is just a collection of short stories. So then they addendum that ass. Mm -hmm. And they were like, okay, this is a collection of short stories. And then people were like, no, No, there's an (laughs) overall story. (laughs) So there's a lot of controversy over what category this book is. But essentially, it's this writer's retreat about 17 people who Mm -hmm. agree to go on this writer's retreat... For three months, all of their needs will be taken care of. Shelter, food, water, all of the essential needs. All they need to do is pack one bag, and it's limited to one bag. And then they go on this writer's retreat with no contact to the outside for three months. And I think it's very important to the story to say how it was set up because there Mm -hmm. were billboards and prints everywhere for about a week all about this writer's retreat. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember the exact number. I think it was 50 people came to the meeting, and then people left once they heard you could have no contact with the outside. You just focus on your writing. Mm -hmm. But these 17 people stayed and agreed to go to this writer's retreat. So... Mr. Whittier, who is such a fantastic character, His and story is yeah, wild. right. It's wild. And then Tess Clark, who's <gasps> one Clark. of Spark, yeah. honestly my favorite character. She's my favorite character too. Straight facts. And honestly, it's because she gets more backstory than anyone yeah. else. Yeah. But they take these seventeen people to this abandoned theater, and they lock them in for three months of this writer's retreat. And overall, it's about how the characters evolve into making, I have this whole thing, because there are three prevalent variations Mm -hmm. of all of the people in the world, of society. There are heroes, villains, and victims. And these people try to categorize themselves. But they get locked in this theater, and the way the book is set up, it's a chapter of what's going on in the theater, and then a poem of the character, of one character of the 17, Mm
4: -hmm.
2: and then the short story they wrote. And some of them, it's pretty unknown whether it's, autobiographical yeah. or a short story that they wrote so i like, think you, you don't know if that character's
0: actually experienced or if they just wrote a cool story. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's one
3: thing I was going to say about it is because the whole thing of like kind of like the victimization of it, they literally mentioned multiple times where they're like kind of like, you know, creating the situation themselves is mm-hmm. kind of like we can only they basically like are like we can only write from experience because that's like where the Rost form of like stuff comes from. And so like when they give the stories you're like Yeah.
2: Hmm. And I think it's so interesting okay. I'm just gonna say right off the bat, knowing myself, there will be so many spoilers. Yeah. So the book yeah. is haunted by Chuck Palahniuk. I suggest everyone read it. It's so such good a good mind fuck.
1: And if you need yeah. a reason to read it, he also wrote Fight Club, which is more popular. Everyone mm-hmm. knows, everyone what Fight, knows
4: Club what is. What Fight Club. Is. So we, his we mind, about yeah, everyone
3: knows Fight
1: Club. So his mind, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. can't. Um, but his mind is obviously
2: so creative vast
1: and creative so and
4: unique. unique yeah
2: and a lot of controversy he's gotten a lot of bad reviews on this book oh, yeah. because it was marketed as a scary story mm-hmm. and it's it's not really scary it's more of like yeah. a psychological
0: thriller and mm-hmm. it's just more like fuck. Up. Yeah, it's very thing, graphic. The thing is, that's why I hate people that are like, ooh, is it scary or not scary? Is because it's like, like, for me, like, that's why I love horror, because it doesn't scare me. Yeah. But like, like, fucking, like, I don't, I, it doesn't like, the, like, I can't, like, SVU or like, things like that don't scare me, but it scares me because that's actually can happen. Like, it's mm-hmm. like there's never gonna be Realistic. like, a legit, I'm going to go to camp, and there's gonna be an ex- Like, there's not going to be a Jason there. Like, legitimately, like... Like, I mean, obviously, there's... That's happened before where, like, at a camp, there's been murders or, like, Carol's have been kidnapped. There's, like, tons of things that can happen. But, like, when I watch Friday the 13th, I'm not going to be like, what if that happens to me? Well, horror is very subjective.
1: So, like, I think that this book, like, could scare a lot of people Yeah. in a way that isn't, like, Freddy's going to get you. Like, Mm -hmm. if you actually read the book and sit down and think about what he's saying, that... Like, there was parts that gave me anxiety. Oh, and yeah. I don't ever really struggle with anxiety. I was like,
4: like this uh, makes me uncomfortable uh, to think
1: about. Uh, like, yeah. this is way bigger. I mean, yeah. do we consider the book satire? Like, does it?
3: It's like, the thing is, some of it I would consider it. Yeah. But then other know.
2: times it's kind of like, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think if... It was in the genre of satire. It would be dark satire. Yeah. Yeah, Because there are parts where it's very dark. And then there are parts where it's funny in that dark way. Yeah. That's very popular with millennials.
1: I almost feel like if you went into this book with different mindset every time, you would have a different experience. Because if you went Mm -hmm. in thinking this was a comedy book instead of like a horror or a psychological thriller, the book is actually fucking hilarious.
3: Yeah, because yeah.
1: of how ridiculous it is. Because it's like but then so it's but it, ridiculous in it's the fact insane. that like the stuff that it says you're like, "Oh wait, this is more reality than I want to yeah. digest."
3: Yeah, yeah cuz it's basically they use like the reality but then they amplify it to the extreme to kind of give that effect yeah. of mm-hmm. like this shit actually can happen and like this is probably something that somebody has already fucking done. And, like, all of this shit, like, I would say the satire, especially, I would consider, you know, the, like, schluck
4: <laughs> <laughs> story
2: yeah. <Okay>. is probably <laughs> the most satire-ish. <laughs> <laughs> I love how that was an inside joke, too. Right? So, okay.
1: <laughs> Should we start from the beginning and move through move the book through, as it yeah. progresses? Yeah, yeah yes.
2: that's probably be
0: easier, because... The Can thing is this through? book is it's so hard because it's so easy to jump around because like I haven't finished the book but like the last thing I kind of what are you doing?
4: Book club. Book club.
0: Book club. Book club. And alcohol. And alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Chuck Palahniuk's Haunted. Haunted. But like for me because like I didn't finish the book fully like I know what happened somewhat at the end because mm-hmm. Cass was telling me but like the last story I read is what I really want to talk about because I, kn- I just recently like yeah. listened to it and it it's still in my brain because the thing is with, like, each story, it makes you, like, really think or consider, and then that's why it's hard to, like, not jump around in this book because I feel mm-hmm. like, also, too, I feel like each story resonates with people differently. So I feel like mm-hmm. what I thought was, like, this part, or, like, what I found very interesting, like, I loved the the blonde uh, Miss America story. Yeah. Oh, like, I yeah. like how it was, like, her husband, who she's about to have a baby with, and, like, mm-hmm. his like his backstory of like how his dad anyways but like we, we'll get that in a second but like i just like it's just like it bounces so crazily i love yeah. i love this mm-hmm. book it's so oh good.
2: it's such yeah, a it good was book so good i'm so glad that we read this <laughs> book <laughs> <laughs> cuz <'Cause laughs> it's such a mindfuck, and it just it makes you think about everything yeah and in 3 months you kind of forget about it yeah but so it's still like you want to reread it Yes, well, very I, much
1: so. I definitely, and I've never read a book in my life, and granted, I, I'm not a huge bookie. Like, I've probably read, like, maybe 50 books total.
4: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I've never read a book where I felt like I could pause after every short story or poem and write a fucking paper just about that yeah, specifically. literally. And then write a paper about the whole overarching story. Like, it just feels like there was so much to take in that i feel like it's you don't do yourself justice unless you read it a second time
0: literally yes
1: which is crazy
0: well because i feel like also too with that like just bouncing off that is like it it has such a shock factor at some stories like i my last story is the police story and that's all i'll say because we'll get to that in a second but that was my last story and i know if i reread it again i'm gonna be like Well, because the thing is about that story is that I know when I reread it again because I've been thinking about it so much, that's partially why I didn't keep reading the book because I was like, this story has been sticking so hard with me because it's like, it's just so crazy how, like, Chuck Palahniuk, he's so good at that. He's so Mm -hmm. good at making you, like, feel almost like you're there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. when I was reading Fight Club, I felt felt almost like one of his drones mm. kind of like when i was reading it because i was mm-hmm. like oh that because like um there was parts where you know where he's not his alternative self and he's like we need to end fight club and they're like okay sir yeah <laughs> they're like all right
1: they're oh, like aye, Captain." Aye, aye.
0: They're like, i am I Captain. they're like okay but it's like it's like almost like it's crazy just like how you're like you just get so involved and like i started mm-hmm. feeling like I was going crazy because I was like, why aren't these people listening to him saying five clubs over? Even though I already knew the end. I still was like, these people.
1: Now, I did put in our... Because we have a group chat, obviously, for the book club. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I made a harsh judgment about the book early on because I thought I was getting involved (laughs) in a book that just wants to be edgy to be edgy. Mm -hmm. So if you guys are listening to this and you hop in the book...
0: It's going to sound edgy. You have to
1: push past that first like what hourish, hour and a half. It's like a thirteen yeah. hour listen. Um, yeah. maybe like the first like It's fifty like, pages because mm-hmm. it, it's it's telling you a crazy story to start, but all of it links together.
4: Yeah. Yeah. All and of I,
1: it. I feel like well, that was the one thing that I kinda not that I struggled with because like I it's a book. I want to hear it. But I I just felt like I couldn't like get my mind off the fact that it was, like, talking about, like, subjects that were, like, I mean, I, guess I don't give not-safe-for-work uh, warnings, but this book has a lot of, like, you know.
3: Very intense graphic
1: Yeah,
4: themes. Like the first yes. thing that
1: they talk about is kids who are, like, teenagers who kill themselves, try, who accidentally kill themselves trying to masturbate in crazy ways, and then it gets covered up. Yeah, And, like, I yeah. think in the first, like, ten minutes listening to the book, that talks about some guy shoving a carrot up his ass. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. okay, are we, it, like...
0: Is this what this book yeah. is about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, but
1: if you push past it, there's so much.
0: Well, yeah, because, well, I started this book when you started it in that, fe- like, that July, what, three years ago, two years ago? Yeah, because you started it, and I started it like months before, but I couldn't get past that first little bit. Like, Mm because it starts. The thing about that's hard with this book is it starts off with a short story, and then you understand what's happening. Yeah, that's where it's. I feel like it's hard to get into the book. Mm
2: -hmm. And there's also, I think it's like two or three chapters, Mm -hmm. just about descriptions of what's happening on the bus before the story actually starts. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a lot of descriptions about characters and you don't like it's kind of hard to read mm-hmm. unless You're Yeah, yeah, it is.
1: They throw you into the They really mix, just kind of really
2: do. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard to read without like knowing okay, not all of the book is just these quick quirky descriptions about these characters, because they don't actually give much physical attributes, and it's kind of hard to imagine until you're in the book.
4: Right. Because then it goes to each
2: character, because I feel like it just kind of gives you an
0: overall, and it doesn't really say what's even still going on, and you're just like, why the fuck do I care about these people on a bus?
1: Well, and I think that the one thing that the bus part actually interests me because what holly just said is i felt like i was like sitting in the front row looking back yeah, at, looking all at all people, these people like was well, that lady got bags like <laughs> 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 what the <laughs> fuck is lady going bag, on lady.
0: <laughs> or you're like why is that woman super hot and pretty like why is she at this one or like why, why does that not? guy only why does that guy have to poop so much
1: and they definitely <laughs> talked about like <laughs> yeah. the the whole thing was they come for the three months to create their masterpiece. They kept saying mm-hmm. masterpiece, masterpiece. And yeah. I think that the masterpiece is also subjective to just, like, what, like, I don't even know, like, your life goal almost. Not necessarily, yeah. like, a piece of, like, writing, but, like, mm-hmm. trying to become who you want to be. Summing
2: up your life yeah. in one piece. Because yeah. Short story, novel, whatever it
3: yeah. is. Yeah. Because yeah. they even mentioned that, like, none of them are necessarily writers, Mm -hmm. and like it's not that's not like necessarily what they do and that's why they like create you know this situation for them in the you know know, in the theater and everything you
1: know what I just thought about so like maybe this is something that everyone thought about you know how in life like in general every single human has like a point that happens in their life
3: and then after that point
1: you're different (laughs) yeah yes is that what everyone's story was was I would their assume so that was point?
2: that that was their I turning point. point yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I think yes, and also no. Cause I feel like that turning point for a lot of the characters' stories, that's what they were heading to. They always knew, not necessarily consciously, but subconsciously, that's where Cause with this book I have to remind myself of my own situation a lot, and this is relatable, but every choice... A Rick and Morty episode, the Pickle Rick <laughs> <Yeah>. episode <laughs> about the therapy said it best. Every choice you make is your own choice. You right. choose mm-hmm. where you are, yeah. and these every single character chose where they were in those stories. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. I feel like... It's a turning point, but into themselves Mm. in a way where they chose to be there. They chose to do that because they were always kind of feeling like they should choose to do that. They knew where their life would go. So it's a turning point, but also not. Yeah. Hi there. Also, we were talking
3: about Chuck Palahniuk's Haunted. It's a book, it's book club. Book
0: Hello, of the month. <laughs> Hello everyone. Book of the month. One
3: thing I actually noticed about, so I also like, as you mentioned, like before we actually started doing live, um, basically I noticed in this kind of Reddit forum that people were talking about, like how, you know, disgusted they were by a lot of kind of the stuff that was yeah. mentioned in it because even the guts, which is the first chapter, right? Mm-hmm. The first chapter is actually what Chuck Palahniuk will do. Like he did a live reading one time, and it was so disgusting that people actually passed out at the live reading. And people are like, "I actually wasn't disgusted by that. I was disgusted more by." Um, also, this is a spoiler spoiler alert. Later on in the book, um, not during like the short stories and like the poems in like the in between of them describing this story coming all together, they basically. Take this pregnant woman's baby right after, and they eat it and they try to make her eat it as well. And Mm -hmm. they're like, I was disgusted by that. And everybody's responses were like, actually, like, I understand that that was like disgusting and everything, but one thing that you don't exactly realize because of all of like the intense descriptions and all of the stories they're so graphic and just, like, very descriptive that all of the in-between stories aren't descriptive at all. Yeah. At Mm -hmm. all. They don't even, they don't describe like, you know, like, the smell of the flesh burning or, like, any of that stuff that they would in the stories. They're basically just kind of, like, doing an overall summary, and so people were like, I'm surprised that you were disgusted by the thing that wasn't described the most because it kind of leaves a little more to the imagination of kind of, like, you actually now all of a sudden have to think about what that was like, not having it directly told to you Mm -hmm. and giving up immediate imagination and right. so it all depends on kind of like just how wild your imagination will go
2: and um this is from a monologue from a movie not at all related but it described the most effective point of a strip tease in a uh, about a two minute striptease you don't take off clothes You don't actually remove any clothing until about a minute and 30 seconds in because the imagination will make your body more pleasurable and more amazing than anything your body could actually be. So I feel like that's a testament to how powerful the mind is without that description of being told, hey this is what you should think this is what it would taste like yeah yeah
1: i think that that is a great explanation for a lot of things too like Mm -hmm. especially in the world that revolves around sex as a whole because at least from my perspective as a guy there was times in my life where like i might be talking to someone and like the intention was to try and hook up or whatever and like that the whole entire build up to get to that point was the the fun that
4: was, and then a good when the time. fun actually <laughs>
1: happened and it was over with, it was like, Oh, like, what was like,
3: you're just kind of like, I was like, Oh, that hi. was
1: great, but it was like, I think that's why you hear people say they like the, the chase, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, the chase because yeah, your brain just it. runs wild, and then when you finally achieve that moment, you're like,
4: Okay, well, yeah.
0: and I think that's also.
2: I don't know where I was going with that. I was going to say something, but I was like, I don't know what you that's relevant. But but yeah. I feel like the moments in between the short stories is all about the chase, and you never actually get that final image. And that's what makes it such a satisfying Mm -hmm. book. Yes. Yeah. Well, and the thing
0: that makes me upset about, like, um,. People, cr- like, criticizing him for, like, the fucked up things he does. And I brought this up multiple times. The things that Stephen <laughs> King gets away with. Oh, yeah. Because he's Stephen King. Yeah. Is unreal. And I'm not even talking about, because everyone knows that it with the children origin. Yeah. Messed yeah. Mm-hmm. up. But there's other things that I've, like, read from him. Like is in so The much, Shining. The Shining.
1: The plump little god, The cough. plump
0: little, yeah. That literally. fucking
1: still haunts me. I heard me. that and
3: I was like. Jesus Christ! Especially, what? When, especially <laughs> listening to it, like, yeah. like, no. I felt my <laughs> spine
1: just like squish. No, like, literally,
3: I was doing. I remember doing my makeup while I listened to that because I'll usually listen to the books while I'm doing my makeup, getting ready for the day because yeah. that's you know, like a good like, you know, it's, minutes, like mm-hmm. you know. And every single time, for some reason, it's always like the most graphic parts in the books <laughs> that we read, and so mm-hmm. that was the part of it. And I literally was like. <laughs> Because I was like, ugh, and then I had to pause it. That's also the same thing as I was listening to the police one, the police story when I was doing my makeup, and I was like, I had to pause it and be like, I don't want anybody, like, actually
0: hearing me listen to this. Yes, but, like, um... Like there is, like, cause like they were talking like- I have a name, Nick. Oh, <laughs> we're <I> women. Nick, <laughs> I okay, have can name. my gender. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have the biggest long in the room. You don't know me. We know she Under has the biggest Under that pillowcase. Yeah, <laughs> <bell>. <laughs>
2: She's just, like, a, fuck I I just
0: got it yesterday and I can't, I can return it, but it's a pain in the ass. It also it's really, has pockets. It's a pocket dress. And non, but. bye, Thank you, Nick. You know, I love the Nick the Joy. G- Nick joy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: joy, but Nick. it
0: reminds me of like because I I kind of walked in a little bit later, but like when they were like saying like people were complaining about like the baby scene, I yeah. remember there's a part yeah. in um, Stephen King's biggest known um, series, The Dark Tower, yeah. where there's literally a guy who gets off by like. Harming people in a certain way. Yeah, like you were what me about his that. thing was. Like, one of the main things, I'll just like, a, just a brief quick for the thing was. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for the He would Like, he would get aroused by, like, harming other people. But one of, like, the things that, like, it, like the scene was he dropped a brick off of, like, a 10 story building and, like, jizzed in his pants. Like, that's basically, like, what the, like, this guy was about was, like, doing things like that. And, like, I mean, there's a lot to, it's really, like, it's really interesting kind of how, I really love the Dark Tower series, I need to finish it, but it's really, it's interesting how, like, it builds. But, like, he wrote about this guy that that was his thing, but yet no one ever talks about it because they talk about the rest of the Dark Tower series. But it sucks because, like, Chuck Palahniuk will talk about this book that has so many, a lot of the stories are based off true incidents with Mm -hmm. people. That's why it's, like, He's talking about real people. Stephen King is just making up. He's just making up this fucked really shit. fucked shit. But it's like, it's just crazy how, like, some authors are so highly criticized while other authors, it's like, because they're Stephen King, it's fine.
4: Right. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't
0: know if you guys read Carrie, his first one. That one was pretty fucked, too. Yeah. With, yeah. like, mm-hmm. the talking about, like, her, like, getting her period. Like, the whole. Yeah, that whole. That, the, the book was really good. I mean, you don't really need to read the book if you watch. All three of the remakes and the movies, and you'll, the you'll musical, get, and the musical. you'll, <laughs> oh, you'll that um,
2: fucking musical. You
0: don't need to re carry if you've seen the first movie, and that's the only time I want to say that. The mu- OG movie is like no. Good. Actually, I like. I'm going to say it, it's uncontroversial because no one's seen it. I like the sec, like the first remake of Carrie, so much better. It's oh. just because Carrie, it's so good. I don't like uh-huh. the new one, but there's because there was one Most before one like, that that no one has ever seen, and it. it's actually so good which one when was it made i think it was 2008 no wait cuz 2014 16 was when chloe martinez chloe Mar- Mar-
3: Martinez? is Martinez? Is
0: it? Is it Martin- or it's like it's just the girl with like really big lips chloe yeah. like the blonde
3: was, hair like platinum blonde she's in
0: like every teen movie anyways yeah. um but it was the one before that so i think it was 2006 2008 i want to say cuz it was still pretty not but the thing is no yeah. one watched it but, like, the thing is with, like, it like, upsets me with, like, when people critique authors on, like, their fucked upness, it's like, why do we put a standard on one author that it's, like, it's fine, and another author, it's not fine?
3: Kind of yeah, thing. Just because he's more, like, mainstream, that people are, like, it's okay because it's fucked up because he's him. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. people just.
0: Well, people just like to complain about things, and I wholeheartedly believe facts, that. Big facts, big facts. You know, but but. I kind of want to know anyways, some of your list. let's. keep going with the book haunted by Chuck Palinuk and also Palahniuk? Wait, how do you say it?
2: Palinuk. Palinuk. Yeah, Paulinuk. I always Palahniuk. say Palinuk. Palinuk. I know, and it bothers me so I'm much. So, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but um, I feel like with Chuck Palinuk, I talked about this a little at the beginning, but
0: wants a free sub. I'm feeling generous. And so, it.
2: they're the captors, the captors in this writer's retreat. Yeah. Come in. But, um, there's Mr. Whittier and Tess Clark. Yes. And they are the leaders of this test retreat. And it's very interesting in the book. This book is all about how much people victimize themselves to gain that attention and weirdly respect especially since right now not as much right now but definitely in the earlier 2010s victims were criticized so much but I feel like anytime before 2010
0: victims were very much criticized and a lot of things I mean I
1: I don't want to touch on really like new Touch subjects it. but there <laughs> there was something that happened locally um, that was all over our news and I'm not going to use names or anything like that because I don't want to get involved mm-hmm. um, but someone had gotten Things
0: killed the man,
1: gotten killed over a situation that they shouldn't have gotten killed for because they were out doing something that I guess morally people aren't okay with it which morals are 100% based on the person not there's not universal morals I don't care what anyone says anyways this person like I've seen so much victim blaming because this person was I don't know how to say this without telling it so a a lady and a guy were talking on tinder they met up I imagine to hook up and she got Mm -hmm. stabbed to death
0: well no because they went on a date she went back to his house they had sex and right after they had sex he started choking her and then stabbed her to death And then called the cops right after.
1: He called the cops right after. And I see so much victim shaming because she had sex with this guy. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, come on. She, like, no one deserves to die.
0: Over Like, I don't, I
1: don't, I don't want to get into that because that's touchy and that's fresh. And I don't want anyone to really.
0: But not even that, though. Like, like, not even bringing up that situation with what tragically happened with her is it's terrifying as... I mean even a guy but mostly as females because like like I'm recently single so like if I did start dating like it's terrifying to think about going to a guy's house that I don't know because Mm -hmm. like you want to be able to have that freedom (coughs) to like like explore new people and like like I want to be like you want to be a part of that hookup culture but like it's so terrifying because it's like you don't know what that guy you hook up with is just gonna, as soon as you guys have done having sex, is gonna choke you out and murder you. Right. Because, mm-hmm. like, and that's the thing, that, I mean, I guess that always, it's not a, it's so much, it's like a new refresher, but then again, we. women have always been dealing with that, especially with, like, the Ted Bundys and the things like that. Like <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I feel like it's hard. Ooh, that booty. That booty, though. Oh, I realized we are on a stream. <laughs>
4: um,. <laughs> But, like,
0: yeah. So, I feel like it's hard. Where where were you going with that with the victim blaming? Oh, blaming her for putting herself in that situation where it's like, she just wanted a night of fun, but Mm. now she's the because she met up with a random guy had sex. Yeah, it's fucked up because that's not what... That's not fair. Because then like people who... Because like even if they didn't even hook up, it doesn't mean he wouldn't have done it to another girl.
1: I think what Mm -hmm. happens is people want to push their narrative and their morals on other people saying that, Mm -hmm. oh well if you do this thing then that's going to happen when in reality, morals are... There's not baseline morals. I don't care what Mm -hmm. anyone says. Your morality comes from yourself. Uh There's people who do not like, things that most people would say aren't good, but that still doesn't make it, like, Mm -mm. where I think morals need to cross the line is, like, is it harmful to someone else?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, anyways, uh, I want to thank Nick for uh, hooking us up with some bits.
2: Oh, hey! hey. Yes. Shout out to, to the Nick.
1: Um, Joe gifted two subs. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We hooking had
1: some up.
0: other people. Nick Joe. What are those things called? Sparks. This? We got a couple sparks. sparks. I said thanks to um, like, What was his name? We scroll up a little bit. But anyways, oh. Eat the man. Eat yeah. the, the man. And, and man. Slimmer Joe. And eat the, the man again.
4: <laughs> and
1: someone was asking, are we streaming to other uh, platforms? Yes, we're on Twitch, YouTube, DLive, and
2: Facebook. We're multi-streaming because we are, yeah. because we are that hey. bitch. And Julius Sneeze. Sneezer. Sneezer? Sneezer. I fucking Sneezer. Like that. <laughs> That's actually <laughs>
3: real good. That'll like <laughs> bring us up to him. Thank it's you for <laughs> Oh. Mm-hmm.
2: And also, the Hype Burger. The Hype Burger. The burger is the Hype. Thanks
1: for the That's follow, Egg Shin.
2: Egg Shin. Egg
3: Thank you, Julius, for the follow. But Thanks, Nick, for keeping up with us. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for
3: keeping up with
1: this. Um, yeah, let's continue with continue the live. characters in the story.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Allie, our girl, this time. I feel like, and you said that before the podcast, that it's edgy and angsty, for the point of being edgy and angsty and i agree with that with this book definitely in the beginning and also a little bit throughout the book Mm. it is just kind of angsty to be angsty Mm. yeah Yeah. but the subtext speaks so much more about what's going on in the society and i feel like guts is the perfect way and the yeah. worst way to start this book
4: yeah, yes. with
2: the death by masturbation yeah, and also the people who survive and now that's just their shame with their family yeah. and it's an unspoken shame. It's always the elephant in the room where yeah. your, closest yeah. people, <laughs> your closest people <laughs> your closest people, your family by birth is supposed to be the people who surround you the most. Yeah. And yet there's always that unspoken barrier between, hey, this is here what I did... And you will never forgive or forget me for that specifically.
3: Yeah, that's one thing I love that he calls it like everybody has a carrot hanging over their head story. I love that because he starts out with like his, isn't it like his own personal story Mm -hmm. where basically he goes and he wants to like try out, you know, like trying out new stuff. Yeah, and he literally gets a carrot and puts it up his ass and all that stuff, but then his mom calls him down for dinner. And he goes, he, like, hides it in his laundry, right? Or something like that. And then he He goes downstairs and he comes back up. And his mom has taken his laundry and the carrot is gone. And he's like, but it's something that they never talk about or anything. But he's like, but I know that she knows.
1: Well, and then it goes into sounding. And the kid who put the wax down his pee hole that hardens. And then he has to go. And, like, the, the whole idea of this is, like, showing this example of crazy shit. But then what what was just mentioned with the whole like now that's hanging over your head and even your family knows about it so there's always that like we could have dinner tonight and have a great conversation but you're still the kid who fucking had a carrot up his
2: ass yeah and I feel like that's what this that's honestly why I kind of love this book because a lot of stories are about the adventure and then the climax and it's such a great story Literally. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a great story. And then we get a half-assed ending. This book is more about the after. yeah, yeah. Especially in traumatic tales where it's like, hey, I did this thing. We all know I did this thing yeah. that's shameful in society. But Here is how I live <laughs> after that. And then also... How that affects the future, especially yeah. with every single character's mindset. Well, and yeah, I can't you know. remember
1: which story it is that talks about it, but there's definitely like, I don't, I don't know the exact quote, but he, it's brought up the fact that okay, so let's say you had this carrot hanging over your head, right? Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, there's
1: so many people who will wait to be saved out of that situation instead of moving on themselves, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's like a big like a big like overarching thing of this whole entire book because it's like
4: oh
1: how long are you willing to sit in misery hoping that someone saves you versus you saving yourself mm-hmm. and that's what the whole entire retreat was is these guys wanted people to come and save them and then they become famous instead of doing it themselves
4: yeah
2: yes yeah. and they even at the end of the book they have a moment where they're free Yeah, They are absolutely free and they choose to to. lock the door and wait for someone else to save them just to be noticed. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like, especially with the Sister Vigilante story, there is such a big hatred on heroes. Because it's an undercurrent theme. But no one in this story wants to be saved too soon. They don't want to give that credit to the heroes. They don't want their credit stolen.
3: (laughs) It's pretty big. It's pretty big. It's It's mega carrot. Mega carrot. carrot. (laughs) carrot. Yeah, that's kind of like... um, I just lost my train of thought, but... (laughs) <laughs> wanting to be, like, saved is kind of, like, their whole thing. But the whole thing is mm-hmm. that they don't necessarily want to be saved. They want to struggle enough that they outshine the hero in the fact that they struggled so much that people are like, oh, oh, are you okay? Like, Not kind of, like, con- like, good for you that you saved mm-hmm. all these people. They want to be able to outshine it because if they didn't suffer enough, then they'll just be outshone
0: by, like, the hero in the situation.
2: Like, they want and their
0: tragedy to be bigger than the fact that they got saved.
2: Yes, and there's this very large stigma about heroes in the book that directly translates into our reality, our society, Mm -hmm. where heroes are not the most praised. And I mean, even with all of the true crime junkies, hear me out, Mm -hmm. I'm with you but the villains even get more publicity and more credit than the heroes because in this particular story a hero is the worst thing that you can be mm-hmm. yeah. because because no one
0: cares at the end of the day about a hero as much as they are like wow i can't believe that person suffered so much and like that's why it's why nick it is like bragging rights to be, like, Facebook oh, I suffering. can't believe... That's yes. why, like, like with people, like, too, it's it's hard because, like, there's some people that won't move past their traumas because they then make that I- their identity. And it's, mm-hmm. like, you can kind of tell in this book that they're definitely, like, self-sabotaging slash making it so they become a victim slash they become this sad story because that's going to make yeah. them famous slash give them the most hype. I, and it gives them the most Friday nights. I think
1: mm-hmm. that, well, a couple things here. One thing that blows my mind is this book was written pre-social media. Yeah. yeah. And this Pre- is so prevalent media. in social media. And what you're saying is true. I think that people, and it's this is such a touchy subject because I think when people have some specific traumas, it's hard not to become that trauma. Yeah. It, but at the same time, <coughs> there. I don't know. I don't have trauma personally so i don't Mm -hmm. want to speak on it and be that guy who's like well you don't fucking know you haven't had that happen you don't know what it's like yeah
4: Yeah.
1: on that same breath i feel like the whole idea of hoping that someone comes to save you and moves you into this instead of you trying to take even tiny steps to get yourself in a better position that's this whole book like they wanted to instead of literally walking (laughs) out and being like okay, well, we can just go live with our lives and maybe we can do our masterpiece or maybe we're in control of our own reality so maybe we can get these things. They want people to give it to them.
0: Yeah. Well, Mm because a lot of, like, halfway through the book, they were like, ah, who cares about our... The reason why they went on the writer's retreat is so they can create their masterpiece and become a famous author. But Mm -hmm. half the time, like, literally halfway through the book, everyone's like, nah, fuck that. I want to write about this this
3: situation. specific situation. And so they
0: start creating their own suffrage so that way they can have more to write about. And that's yeah. why I hate people. And I mean, I looked at each other. I hate people who have... It's not that I hate people who've gone through trauma. <laughs> I just hate people... I hate people, trauma. I hate people who use their trauma to be a shitty person.
3: Yes. They use it as an excuse of because like, well,
0: sorry, I'm doing this,
3: but i had trauma. Because
0: the thing is that makes me upset about it and, like, a lot of people like, what divorce? Like, a lot of people like, are like, my parents are divorced. I don't know how to handle myself. My mom left me when I was six. You don't see me acting like a fucking asshole ever about it. Mm-hmm. My mom dead ass left the day after Christmas, may I say, and was like, bye. And I never
2: have used that as a crutch for anything.
4: No,
0: literally.
2: And so I had a fair amount of experience. A traumatic experiences and then I moved to California and I was so broke that the only viable option I could turn to was an escort service yeah. and so I had sex with old men for money but that is not an excuse for my behavior today it's a reason don't get me wrong there's reasons. It's a valuable reason, but Please? that is not any excuse for my behavior today. Yes. And I feel like that's especially what this book pinpoints mm-hmm. is your past experiences. They have made you stronger or weaker. Neither is shameable, but perpetuating this victimized persona especially by choice Yeah is harmful to you and other, and people. other people. Yeah. And the, the idea of people victimizing themselves in daily life because we've all done it. Yeah. Everyone, everyone has, has done, done it. it. Oh well, you, yeah, of course. you've even in like the coffee shop, the coffee person said something weird to you and you use it as like a, mm, this person did something shitty to me for attention. Everyone does it. This book takes it to the extreme yeah. and shows how, hey, that isn't right for yourself and other people. This is how you can learn from it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I definitely feel like, too, and I don't know if this is just human nature, but it almost is like an underlying thing of like trying to be competitive with your suffering or become, yes. or be competitive with your victimizing. Like, yeah. well, you don't know. I've been through more. But in yeah. reality, like, okay, mm-hmm. let's say like something tragic happened to me and the same thing happened to you. Yeah. Maybe it hit me a little bit harder than it hit you. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Why would me and you compete on who... Yeah, well, it would whom? be like,
3: well, mine's worse because of this and this. Like, all that's yeah. doing
1: is making the scenario yeah. worse when in reality... As humans, I don't know anyone who hasn't gone through something that they would consider traumatizing. Oh, yeah. At least once. Or something that's even changed them mentally, like a specific event. So, like, why are we competing on, like, oh, well, I should be the one that people feel sorry about because I went through this, this, and this. When in reality, like, okay, well, what about this guy over here who went through this, this, and this, too? Yeah. Like, are you, like... Everyone yeah. goes through shit.
0: Yeah, and exactly. And you can't compare traumas because you can't compare how that's why I, like it upsets me so much when people like criticize other people, like oh they should just get over it. It's like mm-hmm. well, yeah, that's easy for you to say, but sometimes in your it's so hard to get over something traumatic happening. It has to be on that person to either get over it or not get over it. Yeah. And I don't think being like just get over it is gonna ever be helpful because just because you don't think a situation was traumatizing doesn't mean it wasn't. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like
3: yeah. I remember so I had like this this friend in high school and will not name names, but like she lit
0: Yeah, I know. She this yeah, you know who it
3: is. <laughs> but she oh God, literally like she would do the whole thing of kind of like the competitive sort of thing. But it was in the fact of kind of like since my parents ended up moving into like a much bigger house and all of this stuff and so she saw me as like, you know, kind of like super rich and nothing was wrong. And so I feel like in herself, she wanted to kind of like, I don't know, take me down a peg for some reason, just because I had more at the time than she did. And we would be hanging out in something or something like that. And she Mm -hmm. found out something about me that was kind of like one of my traumatic things and she decided to later copy it
4: Mm -hmm.
3: and then be like well mine's worse because then also like It, it correlates with this yeah because it's like this and like actually like mine is much
0: worse she was like she was the she. I also she. knew those friends. I was friends with her because it's funny. Me and Cass both had. So we had like these friends in high school, and once we graduated, I dropped this one friend. She stayed friends with, and I dropped. She dropped her, and I dropped. I kept, and then with, you her. kept with her, and yeah. then we both realized, like almost correspondingly, that <laughs> these were both <laughs> these shitty, are people, shitty people, and <laughs> we were both like, why are they not? Like I knew why Cass wasn't friends with her, but like I didn't see it because I was like, she never did it to me, yeah. and then she did it to me because in high school I. It, it wasn't a traumatic experience, like something, like, because the thing is with trauma, it's so hard to, like, you can't categorize trauma, no. because a situation happened to me, and to me it affected me a lot, and something happened to her, which I know she lied about, I'm not going to say it, but, um, <laughs> which, which, then I was talking about that experience and how it's, like, how I feel about it now, months later, and she's like, mm-hmm. well my experience with this one guy and then she cho- completely changed the story and i was just like
3: i you were was literally
0: there i was literally there first first this is a long story so i won't talk about it because i'm not trying to get into any yeah. beef with this person because i don't beef, give a shit beef, 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 but <laughs> it was just like the situation was it was like i was trying to talk about how something affected me and it's still is still resonating with me at this moment. And, like, I've overcome it. I don't give a shit anymore. This was high school when that happened. And it wasn't an issue. and It wasn't that big of a deal. But at the time, right out of high school, I was still affected by it. And so then I was trying to talk to her about it, and she literally changed the subject and was like, well, my trauma is this. (laughs) And I literally was like, well, first of all, I knew her trauma was fake news. (laughs) Fake
1: (laughs) news. I also think, too, with trauma, like, there's a flip side of all this too right like i want to play like the other side because like we're talking about people who use it for Mm self-gain but i think there's a lot of people who are so afraid to even ask for help because they're going to get shamed
4: yeah and that
1: that aspect should never happen either because if someone is a victim Mm -hmm. of whatever it might be they should never be shamed for it they should get helping hands because Mm -hmm. like you know, it, it's so hard at, for most people to get over certain things by themselves. Yes. And sometimes all it takes is just having a person to go to that you feel comfortable talking with.
3: Yeah. You oh, know, exactly. a friend,
1: a family member, a doctor, a psychic, like, or whatever. Not a psychic, but like, maybe, yeah, a, psychic, maybe a psychic. I don't know. We don't
4: know. A
2: shaman? Yeah. 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 Whatever yeah. Whatever's you do. Yeah, a warlock? Uh, I don't know. Whatever your
1: thing so, like, is. <laughs> that side of things, too. Like, people should never be afraid to. I know that people shame. Like, people oh, will hard. shame. People will. Like, the, you might tell someone your life story and their first thing man. is to be like, well, you fucked up because you're a whore and a dumbass. And, like, yeah. that should never happen because if someone's generally coming to you for help, just be helpful. Listen be helpful. to them. Be helpful. Listen. And be honest with them. Like, yeah. be like, hey, you know what? I don't know if I can help you, but I'm always here. And I feel like that doesn't happen enough in society, especially with social media, because someone will make a post. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, well, do they need help? Do they not need help? Like, yeah. it's such a tough subject.
3: No, exactly. That's kind of, like, one thing. I mean, like, I, I hope it's okay that, like, you know, Holly and I, like, especially with, like, our relationship, like, we live together and everything. And, like,
2: mm-hmm. the thing
3: is, is, like, whenever I've gotten to a point where, like, I know when something's, like, up or, you know, oh, something no, yeah. like that. And I'm always kind of, like, because yeah. Holly's a very kind of, like, she won't exactly come out and say that, like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm having an issue. I'm usually the person who will be, like, you okay? Are you okay? Yeah. And I'll always so say that I'm just kind of like, same. Now. I've gotten oh, to a point where I'm just kind of like, obviously I'm not like, you know, a licensed professional. I can't help you like figure out your trauma or like what's going on necessarily in a professional manner. But oh, yeah. I am your friend and I'm here for you. And if you need someone to listen to you and comfort you, I am always here. And that's, okay.
0: and like, sometimes that's all you need. Cause like, like, mm. like, cause like the thing is like, sometimes I feel like, what i go through on a daily basis isn't something like worthy of like going to like therapy per se or like getting professional help but if i didn't have like Cass or even you i mean we we talk sometimes true about mm-hmm. each other so like i'm mm-hmm. I mean, like bella as well i love you bella i hope you're watching um I hope I hope you're, you're watching, watching. <laughs> but
3: show so <bye>. shout <laughs> out to our bella out to our but man. like
0: it's nice knowing that like even because like some of the like because like I know I'm an, an emotion. I feel hard. And if I feel hard, mm-hmm. like, that, like, that's why, like, for me, I just feel way too much. Oh, she commented, Bolioli! Hey, <laughs> But I feel like... We miss you. We miss, miss you. you so much. Mm-hmm. But, like, like, having friends that'll just even fucking listen. Even if they're, like, like, just, like, you're kind of being overdramatic, like, it's yeah. still like mm-hmm. at least let me t- like they l- like that's why I love my friends and that's why I have the friends I do because they let me say it and then they and the thing is like you don't always have to give like criticism back or be like well maybe you should be doing this sometimes you just need someone to be like yeah I'm sorry you feel that way mm-hmm. and that's yeah. all you have to say and then they're just like it's just like you're like fuck I felt hurt yeah and, and I feel like they are too <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well,
3: we nut yeah. for those good <laughs> friends <laughs> we out
2: here nutting for our friends But I feel with a lot of victimization, (laughs) they are two very opposite sides of the pole and there's no middle ground because you're either, if you know that person, Mm -hmm. even if you've met that person, you feel sorry for them, you feel sympathy. A lot of time you feel empathy and Mm -hmm. you coddle them. As a victim, and then if you don't know that person, especially with social media, Mm. you Mm -hmm. shame them. And there's no middle ground, and I feel like that has contributed a lot to the victim culture. Especially with, like, you either feel amazing, like people praise you, people... Thank you, Lima only... Sorry. We
0: might yeah. put <laughs> stacking it up. We
2: love you. People even put you on a pedestal. They godomize mm-hmm. you. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: But people also hate you for it. I and think, yeah. I yeah. think with the middle ground, it is the best. You support. You are there for them. And you also don't,
1: I think the I don't know, glamorize I think, I think we're the middle ground. No, that's ground.
0: why Cass is amazing. Sorry, go ahead.
1: I think where the middle ground needs to be, at least from my perspective, is honesty. Yeah. Because I feel like if you're on, like, the right side of it, right, where you're, like, you give them so much empathy and so much, like, oh, like.
4: Cod- well, I, I don't know what
1: word you use, like coddling. Like, yes. yeah I feel like that in itself isn't always the best thing that needs to happen either. Exactly. I mean, it, and that's the thing is like we're talking about general terms, but this is a case-by-case-by-case-by-case by case by case by case thing. Like, it, mm-hmm. you know, no trauma is, or is going to be the same, so you obviously have to go in knowing the person, how are they going to react to this, well, you know, different things. But I think the middle ground is honesty because at the end of the day, sometimes people need to hear like, Listen.
0: No, and that's why I love my friend, like especially Cass, because there's sometimes where I'll be complaining about something, and she's like, "Get your fucking head out of your ass!" And <laughs> I'll literally be like, "I'm like, okay, you know what? You're right. I was yeah. just having a woe with me." Because sometimes I feel like with victims too, and this isn't like, like victim blaming. It's sometimes it's just so easy to be like, "Woe is me, woe with me." I need yeah. mm-hmm. people to love me because yeah. Cause sometimes you want to be coddled. Sometimes sometimes you like because yeah. like I get like that's why like. Like my f- like our, our friends are great because they coddle, but then sometimes you need a reality check. Because mm-hmm. I don't exactly. think because if you only ever coddle, like if my friends only ever coddle with me, I know that none of you would be my friends because then it's yeah, like I how can? Ca- because then I'd always be like, thanks, for... thanks Jack for the follow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nick Joy boy. Nick I Joy coming in with the clutch. I clutch also think thing. too,
1: like, uh, oh, I just lost my chance. Oh teeth.
0: no! Fuck. Um, so hard.
1: Honestly. No, I, I think too, like, one thing that people need to realize about friends, especially like if you're listening to this and you're in high school, it's a different story.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's different. Very so you, different.
1: And you're gonna hear that a lot. Like you're gonna everyone's gonna tell you things change when you get out of high school. They do. Oh <laughs> yeah. quick too. You're not
0: gonna believe they it. Do. I but, like uh, yeah.
1: congratulations. But like hey. the one thing that you have to remember with friends is as you start getting older. What are they doing to be your friend? Are they just there because it's comfortable? Mm
4: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Or are they there because they actually care for you? Because friends should care for you. Mm -hmm. But there's a point in time where like, okay, are you just getting... um, Are we just friends because like, I like that you coddle me? I like that you tell me what I want to hear. Or -hmm. are we friends because you're helping me grow?
4: yeah, Become a better human.
1: And that's what like... Being around you guys, that's what your friend group does really well. Like You guys seem like you're all there to legit help each other grow to become the best version of yourselves. And I think a lot of people just around our age group need to sit back and look at that reality and be like, are my friends here because it's convenient or are my friends here because they're with me?
2: they love you Yeah. And no. so I'm, I'm gonna random. say something very controversial that $20? sounds very old school and it's like straight boomer talk <laughs> oh, I'm ready for boomer, talk. <laughs> but boomer, boomer. But
1: boomer
2: boomer I think people <laughs> you, today are very very sensitive and a lot of it is for a good reason and a lot of it is just overhype. and I think a yeah. lot of people need to s- take a step back and say okay you know what this was a traumatizing experience for you for whatever reason but also i need to help you grow instead of just listening to your every single complaint Mm -hmm. and honestly victimizing it and over glorifying it and i need to say Something that is blunt, but also, maybe you're in the wrong. Yeah, and you're not always right. And every single thought you say <laughs> should not. Yeah, I'm calling you T-sensitive, T-Farky, T-Farky. T-farky. How you are
4: sensitive,
2: boy? I'm <laughs> <laughs> a sensitive, s- boy. Sensitive, sensitive boy. I think you bring up a the good, stream
0: down. A
1: good point too, <laughs> because there is also a point of no return where, like. If a friend comes to me, right, and Mm they really want my help or my advice or even just for me to listen to them, Mm
2: -hmm. and I
1: do this, but it keeps happening. They keep coming to me and keep wanting this. Like, I think there's a fact. I think there's a point in time where people People forget, like, what you're bringing to me me being a very emotional person, like, I, I, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. very emotional. I keep my emotions on my sleeve because building, like letting it build up is stupid. Yeah. You yeah. don't have to be a man and hold back your emotions. It's 2020. Yeah. Come, Come on, 2020. Yeah. 2020, men cry. You know, <laughs> you have to really. <laughs> West cry, baby. <laughs> oh, I got you, Nick. I think people need to realize that, like, if you keep bringing pain and sorrows to a friend, hoping that they're the one who are going to save you, That's toxic. That's
2: toxic. You have... See, you are the person looking out for you the most. Mm -hmm. You have to be your own savior. You can't wait for your prince charming man or woman. Like, you have to save yourself. And the more God will
4: will save us all. God will save us all. (laughs) (laughs) Praise Jesus.
3: But yeah, you can't you can't just wait for somebody to save you and like No. The thing is it's like that's also like especially with people who like victimize themselves a lot. I've realized that like I forget that some people aren't used to people just telling them like how it is and like I'm a very no matter what I'm very honest and like pretty open but I never necessarily like it's not like I don't think I say it in a mean way ever like I feel like I'm pretty good at like wording stuff specifically to make it so it's not like
2: fuck you you. very soft in the way that you tell people blunt stuff yeah Yeah. but then
0: also too with you you don't just say it right off the bat it's like it when it starts becoming a problem then you're like listen up bitch, like you're yeah. very nice, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. but you're like a soft, gentle, listen up, you little cute bitch. That's how you <laughs> feel. You little cute bitch. That's, that's how it's like, you know, like when you say little bitch and then when you say you little precious bitch, little let's precious go. Bitch. Let me tell you how it is. I feel yeah. like cats definitely...
1: I think that's a good tattoo that, that Nick just put. There's being blunt and there's being a cunt. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: blunt
0: and a cunt.
1: Yeah,
2: literally. I'm usually the cunt in that scenario. <laughs> uh-huh. and, like, and I own it, but yeah. The
3: thing is, is like, I'm a person who... I love blunt people, like people who will just give it to me straight, even if they're rude about it. I'm just like, I love you. <laughs> I love <laughs> like, usually, like, uh, for you. yeah. I'm like, tell me more. I love this. And like, I even though I do give things softly and stuff, and I forget that like some people aren't used to it. Like, we, I met a coworker of Nate's a bit ago, and like, I was not a fan because she reminded me of somebody who definitely the same, me wrong. We about yeah. Yeah, and the same girl we were talking about earlier. Yeah, the same girl we were talking about like earlier, and basically, um she was talking, she, did, like, was doing this thing where she's, like, she obviously kind of, like, fucked over this guy who was really into her, and, like, did something, like, pretty shitty, and then she was, like, kind of, like, oh, I'm such a shitty person, I can't, oh, I can't even believe that, I can't even believe, like, that sort of thing, and I was just kind of, like, sitting there, and the thing is, I was never rude to her, like, I'm sure she's, like, a great girl, I just don't want to surround myself with people like that, yeah. specifically, but I was basically, like, I don't think that necessarily makes you a shitty person. That's just like, obviously what you did was, that was shitty. That was bad. That was a bad thing because you got to think about how that affected that other person. And you obviously didn't. But the thing is, is now that you're recognizing and you're feeling like, I can tell you're feeling bad about it, but coming off in kind of an odd way. Like,
0: like, she almost liked being an asshole. She's like, huh, yeah. I'm such an asshole. Yeah, just kind of like, oh, But, like, it would, is, like, yeah. do things to these,
3: like, guys that I was just kind of, like, I understand that you're just kind of, like, you know, it's, like, all men want me. It's okay that I can do this. You know, I was, like, I don't think that that's all right to do. But the thing is, is you can learn from this experience and, like, make sure that you take into account other people's feelings. And yeah. she was just, like kind yeah. of like I just met you tonight who are you someone me probably this? no <laughs> one's ever
1: probably told her that because like yeah. I don't want to get into that subject because that's a whole nother rabbit hole that, that we'll get like cold. six hours into but yeah,
4: exactly.
1: when we talk about appearance in 2020 <laughs> I feel like there's some people who feel like they can get away with anything because of their appearance and then when they meet genuine people they're like oh
2: like I'm getting
1: away with this because like You're hot. You're hot. Because
2: you're hot. And everyone around you is disingenuous. And they're all focused on the image. I
1: will personally admit to um, being taken advantage of financially because of someone that I dated way back in the day. It was my first girlfriend. That's... And looking back now, I realize that the love the joy the sex and everything there was ulterior motives yeah to all of it and i just i didn't see it at that time mm-hmm.
3: handling that button
1: yeah like. <laughs> you know and it <laughs> sucks because i found that person so attractive that i was blind by it i was like
3: get called out, I was uh, actually going to say Completely that I, I get a lot email. of, f- I get free things and stuff like that, and it's very fun, and I do definitely take advantage of it. I
1: think yeah. that that emo is the perfect simp emo. <laughs> <My> <laughs>
3: girl. I'm, I'm here my to kinda, simp! I'm here to simp, and I'm ready to pose. Did you get permission to simp? <laughs> Excuse so me, did get you, permission to you simp Do you have a license
0: to simp on this bitch right now? Yeah. I'll no. give you a license to simp. Really? I would always. I'm gonna but. Uh-huh. but not on you, because I'm your simp, so that's never
2: gonna happen. Vim
0: Mode <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: and also, can I just say, we're reviewing Haunted by Chuck Palahniuk. Oh now. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And also, yeah. I love this book because it led to this. It leads it to, to a good conversation, a great place. conversation As, about yeah. society like, and also personal experiences. Yeah, and it's not even about the book anymore. No. it just leads to the subtext of society and then your own personal experiences building on that. And
1: to be yeah. fair, we've only skimmed like the surface of one of the subjects. We haven't even
2: talked about the whole book. I'm so like crazy it's crazy. And really, honestly, I am fully expecting us not to talk about the full book because no. every no single way. chapter is such
0: a well everything it's looks, oh. it's almost like every single chapter. It's like it's not even like they're each different topics of situ- social social problems or social things yeah. it's just each different story is just someone's legit story that's just mm-hmm. is like And, like, the thing is that's crazy is, like, some of the stories kind of correlate with another story. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, we know we talk a lot about the beginning with masturbation a lot. (laughs) But, like, that doesn't become a thing at all at the end. But then, like, the other stories, they correlate with other people's stories. Because it's, like, everyone in the the book has dealt with the trauma that has a turning point in their life. Or is a reason why they're kind of, like, a writer. Or the reason why they are who they are. But a lot of, like, a lot of the stories, they're very different. But they're all kind of the same. It kind of a little bit. I don't
2: know. It has, they're all very different stories, but they all have the same vibe. Kind of a similar theme. The American perfect family or the American struggling student. It's all that perfect image. Don't judge us.
1: (laughs) Well, let's not forget (laughs) let's not forget how romanticized being saved was in the every literature before the recent years every
2: single one and
1: and especially from a woman's perspective
3: yeah kind of like you know i want my knight in shining armor yeah but that's like that was all like being saved
1: by a man and like obviously going into 2020 that narrative isn't as much of as a reality but like All the movies in the 80s and the 90s, all the music, the books, everything was always about being saved. It was being
2: saved and then living as a housewife, never having to work. Or, or any ritual, of that Or finding your perfect
0: person Cause like I was listening to That's why it's crazy Cause like it's not even just women Um this comedian I've listened to He's so fucking funny I'm trying to think of his name He's British He has a Netflix special That's like a two part Netflix special Cause I guess he does it like separate years and I was telling you about it You can tell in the second The second one He what definitely is? went through a breakup <laughs> you could tell yeah. wait is it you the guy tell. who had the pregnancy with the one night stand no this was a different um, guy his sister um had cerebral palsy and died when she was like eight. Oh, or eight no she was 10 and he was seven and the, the first episode talks a lot about that and then the second one talks about how he's like even as a man and he's like the thing that fucked me up most as a kid was my dad talking about his mom being like he's like you, when you're living your life, you're having a, pu- is a, pu- your life is a puzzle. You start making the border, you start doing the things, and then in the center is your person, and you find that person to fit your puzzle, and that's what his dad was trying to explain love to him like. And in his brain, he was like, in my fucked up eleven year old brain, that stuck with me because my whole life I was trying to either force puzzle pieces together to make a relationship work, mm-hmm. or. I was I could was I felt empty because my puzzle wasn't complete, and that's why mm-hmm. it's like it's not even just women, and that's why it like upsets me when women are like people are <coughs> like women are always wanting to try their shiny armor, but it's like women men are still trying and to find their princess to find, like the perfect
3: mm-hmm. absolutely
0: especially yeah. like, like I've realized now um,
3: since we have you know an eighteen year old living with us, cause oh. he's my <laughs> so he's my <laughs> little brother's wrong. friend, a little bit. and we like you, Aiden. we love you, Aiden, uh, but like definitely like. You're 18. You're 18. And, like, in your mind, you think of, like, specifically, like, women in, like, relationships. Like, you have, like, all of these, like, really high standards of, like, how, like, a woman should be.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, literally. I still feel that now. And now. it's, like,
3: it's, mm-hmm. I, I, it was literally the day when I was, like, they said something about, like, a fupa or something. And he was, like. <laughs> And <laughs> it was like, if a woman has a fupa, you don't you don't go for it. And
0: I was like, sweetie, you're not going to find anybody
3: who yeah. doesn't have a
0: fupa. Like, literally, every single <laughs> girl... You, like, every girl you've met, probably t- up until now, has a fupa. You live with two girls that have a small fupa.
3: Yeah, like, come on. You know that fat upper pussy area. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like,
2: <laughs> can I just sweetheart. take a second? What the fuck is a fupa? Oh. Fat upper pussy area. Okay, well, I don't Pupa. have a fat okay. upper
0: pussy area, but I definitely have, like, a small gut.
2: Yeah, that's what...
3: That's isn't that, I, I was thought just that was telling a... them how you don't know what a FUPA was because we already had this conversation. Is that not... Is <laughs> no, that a, is that's not no. the FUPA. Aw, oh, damn it, I don't have the FUPA. Love. The FUPA's the... The FUPA's like, the, like, this area, this area, yeah, right? the, oh, chunk the be- area.
1: The chunk before okay. the, the area. the chunk before the Got area. You. <laughs> yeah. okay. Which the
3: thing is, is, like, most women have, if they're, like, even, like, what, five, ten pounds, like, over their, like, yeah. like weight or something like that, no know, like, matter what, we'll have it. And, like... it's a normal thing this is
1: another discussion that we could have hours on because i i'm a big like i'm writing a research paper as dumb as this sounds on why social media is so fucked up for society Mm -hmm. because like i respect anyone's hustle if you're hustling whatever you're doing, you're doing i respect it but there's a point in time where we need to really sit back and look at the beauty beauty industry as a whole and be like are we fucking kids up too much because they can't live up to the hype that we give people?
2: Yeah. Okay, wait, <laughs> <You> <laughs> got so high, I you're like Oh, quote from Miss America. Ooh. In the book, Ooh. yeah, call back. Well,
0: cause um. Call back to the, the book. Bowl, and a little bit box. more on Miss America. She is, uh, what is she? She's like one of those infomercial girls. Yes. yes. Where she um, is super pretty, super thin, super blonde. But she can't, th- like, she even talks about how she's like, she can't be too blonde because th- then the cameras will, like, reflect her hair mm-hmm. and, like... And it'll make her flame. It'll make her flame up, and that's why, like, you don't see redheads in porn, because you can't get mm-hmm. the good lighting. Yes. But it's, like, so. one of those situations. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> But it's, like... So she's, like, basically, Miss America is an example of a Miss
2: American Beauty pageant girl. Yeah. But anyways, the quote... Um, but the quote is, a shadow of a reflection of an image of an illusion. And I feel like that is so powerful, yeah. especially with our generation and yeah. the generations below us, because the illusion is the Barbie girl with unrealistic standards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that thin waist, big boobs, big ass... Especially now with Mm -hmm. all the focus on, like, a curvy girl. But if you look at it, the curvy girl isn't actually, Actually. like, any weight on her. She just has that big ass, those big boobs, and everything else is stick thin. Yeah. And I feel like it's the illusion that's the most powerful part of this quote. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. it's unrealistic, unattainable especially if you don't have a plastic surgeon on call yeah
1: well and like to well, play devil's yeah. advocate a little bit I know that a lot of people will work to get this image and I respect yeah. that type of hustle to get there
2: well, we but, true. but, Why not?
1: but yeah. like for example your roommate um, captain yeah. snakeskin right <laughs> um
2: snake, <laughs> skin. Oh, yeah. snake, pli- oh, snake you skin. don't know snake that reference. reference I don't see I have I am dating a man who is in love with I forget his name. He's going to kill me. It's an actor. He was ben very Affleck. famous. No, Ben that. Affleck. That's the only actor <laughs> I don't think don't forget of. that Long fat bear. He is the face with like the light like, stubble. What is Charlie his Hunnam. name? I have no idea. Okay, you while talking, what you're what thinking was of he he that, in? um, so he was in like Escape from New York. And oh no, well, I never. New no. York's
1: pretty big; it's hard no. to escape.
0: You're talking about New most every back. white man the, in, uh, the movie industry.
1: So, what I was gonna say with this though is like, as an example to him, and this is not a discredit to his character. Yeah, but he's 18, and what he's looking for in a partner mm-hmm. isn't what you should really be looking for in a partner. I think attraction nah. is important, obviously. Like, yeah. you want to be attracted to your.
2: Kurt Russell. Oh, That's Nick. It. Nick, you my got God. it. Nick, boy. Nick Joy. <laughs> so I'm Ew. dating man who's in love with Kurt Russell. I mean, he I ain't should. Wrong. Yeah, he yeah. ain't wrong. Like, but okay. it, but like, 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 to play ad-
0: devil's advocate, I feel like sometimes it's hard for men as well. Especially because our roommate, he's mm. a little bit pudgier. But, I don't know, I think he's an adorable guy. He's but it's cute. like, he's not the typical... Six pack or at least skinny white sort of like yeah, like you either need to be a skinny white boy or super muscular. One that was really
1: tough for me. I mean, because there is high expectations for men's beauty as well. It's just not talked about as much because most guys are like, ah, well, fucking ever. But like, Like like they're gonna ah, fuck me or
0: they're gonna fuck. Zac Efron,
1: for example, right? Mm -hmm. Very attractive man. Everyone thinks he's attractive. He talked about him trying to keep that physique that he had for um, the Beach movie. What
0: oh remake.
1: um, where he was just completely I shredded. I mean, he had, oh, you uh, see all watch, of, Yeah, watch. you could see all of his lats. That's how shredded he was. Oh, he damn. says it was so, he was working out like eight to 10 hours a day with no carbs, nothing. And he was like, I will never do this again because it was so mentally and physically taxing. Uh, but mm-hmm. here's the problem from a guy's perspective. That's not even obtainable because most guys don't have eight hours a day to work out. Literally. Yeah. But we have to like feel like we have to compete with someone like him mm-hmm. because like every girl you talk to, you say like, Zach like right there, when I and said and it I all saw everyone like, go oh, oh, like, The Boy and like boy. We were just talking
2: about him like last night or yeah. something. Okay. So it's She's tough. Just, like he's hot. But like <laughs> can I just say <laughs> Yes, yeah, snake, snake Pliskin! pliskin. That's exactly what I was talking about pre-show because (laughs) I have watched I want to say every single fucking Kurt Russell movie. My boyfriend (laughs) he moved into a new apartment. Do you know the first furniture he brought? He brought his bed, a stereo, and a framed picture of Kurt Russell. (laughs) Will you
1: let your boyfriend know that I have not met him but I have a lot of respect? (laughs)
2: <laughs> I will. I've, I've met him once me and me I respect
3: that. That's Except a, for the sh- fact that he didn't get you a birthday present. We don't have to uh, talk about that. No, we we don't, don't have to talk about that, though. That's going to be a real nice That's that that. such a sore <laughs> <subset>. <laughs> That's subject. Where is well, that? I'm defensive of my friends. I'm but ready to fight at all times. I appreciate <laughs> that.
0: But I love the fact that out of. Like I feel like if Marshall wasn't a flight, like like his house was starting to burn down, he would grab that picture. But Kurt Russell He down. would
2: <laughs> like straight up. I'm pretty sure he would grab that picture before he grabbed me. Like their priorities set. Kurt Russell will win out. Everything. I could think that moment. Like
1: there's fire. He's looking at the fire. Oh, I'm sorry, <sighs> I'm so Kurt. Sorry, Kurt.
2: <laughs> he would. He would be like, I love you. I appreciate you. but And then you grab <laughs> the picture <laughs> and Even run. though technically but he can hold you <laughs> and Kurt
3: Russell in the same thing. He's like, I just, I need to make
2: sure that it doesn't get any exactly right. Like he doesn't <laughs> want me to break that picture if he's carrying me.
0: <laughs> like the thing that's like, that's why I love like movies.
2: You <laughs> like like
0: can run. it's <laughs> true, like, Kurt Russell don't legs. got legs in that brain. <laughs> <laughs> The frame can't move, you can.
2: What the fuck's your problem? <laughs> exactly. <Come> on, Ellie. <laughs> no. Okay, but to be honest, counterpoint: if there was a fire, I would wake him up, get him aware of the situation, and then I'd get the fuck right. out of there. Like, <laughs> like <"You> know, <laughs> this is on you now. Yeah. Fire. I'm go.
0: Fire I, go. I might grab
2: my uh, Nintendo Switch.
0: Or or Animal
2: cross. Crossing. You can you can play it outside Animal while you waiting crossing. for the fucking exactly. police. Exactly. I will play it until he comes out, and I'll be like, oh, thank God you're alive. You're like, look, I got a new fruit on my island. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do have to give a shout-out to Bieber.
4: Um,
0: Bieber is my fa- main fucking... Lady, I love you, b <laughs> I want to so
2: fucking meet b I have never met her she's in person. So,
1: so B-Bert, because I talk a lot about her in high regards, obviously.
2: Because
4: she's My the baby. best. My
1: switch broke. Um, I have the first switch, uh. and something happened with the screen. Uh. So I bought a replacement screen, and her dad oh, yeah. attempted to fix it. Well, now it has... It just didn't fix properly, and it's getting even a different error. Oh,
4: so I was like, days.
1: well, maybe we'll send it in. It's like $100 to send it in to the Nintendo company. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Right. So Bieber, now, bless her heart, it was so adorable. She called me, and she was asking me, like, if I were to buy you something, would you? what color would you want out of these colors? She sent me a couple colors, and I'm like, oh, well, probably this one. And she's like, okay. And then she kind of starts talking about things and, like, being adorable to try and hide the fact that she was buying me a new Switch for my birthday in July.
4: Oh, and, like, oh.
1: it was adorable and, like, it made my heart swell. I'm like, yeah. It, yeah. That's so
4: cute. I'm going to
1: ball when it shows up because I was so cute. But, uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going with this. But Shout out B Bert.
3: Shout out Bert. I, I
0: agree with you, Bert. I don't understand eye candy as well. Like, I would never pick a man just because he's cute. I would. Yeah, yeah I feel well, like. When you're on... It, well, okay, that's the hard part about Tinder is that you're definitely basing it on looks, but I wouldn't stay with a guy because of their looks. Also, most of the guys I've dated, shout out to those guys that kind of all look the same. <laughs> 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 they defi-
3: You definitely have a type, and they all look like they should be in, like, um, a uh, band that you listen to in junior
0: They're <laughs> <laughs> definitely all punk band members. Some of them are Fair, a little bit yeah. straight, a
2: little bit straight, but not really. Yeah. Yellow um, card. But... <laughs> I, so I'm oh, white yeah. trash. Those of you who <laughs> don't know. Um, um, 100%. I own it. But I worked at Motel 6 for a while. I remember that. I remember this <laughs> And I, re- one of my coworkers, she was older. She was very much older. I want to say... I'm not going on looks here because she had a drug issue, so those are unreliable. I'm going to say fifties, but she gave me, she sat me down one day, and she gave me three pieces of advice that I will never forget. One, she was like, hey, if you smoke, you'll look like me one day. Damn. So stop fucking smoking cigarettes because you'll turn into this. And I was like, oh, I don't want those wrinkles. So I started vaping. But (laughs) (laughs) then she was like, hey, I once spent a week drinking a solid week straight. I woke up, I drank until I fell asleep. And then I woke up and drank some more. And that was the best experience of my life. So do that at (laughs) one point in your life. So do that. And I was like, okay. Okay. And then she said, I went for the pretty boys when I was younger, when I was middle-aged. Every single time I went for the pretty boys and every single time I left heartbroken. What you need to do is look for someone that you can still be attracted to. But you need that character. And I've taken that a little bit. I'm 22, fresh. I'm a fresh Fresh. 22-year-old, under a month old, 22-year-old. But you need to look for the character in that person that you can live with. Yeah. And that's the one that I took least important at the time because i was like ah fuck that they're hot boys my age i can do that but they're good they're good for a good time a long time exactly that's honestly the most important thing to (laughs) look for yeah
3: (laughs) literally the whole thing is that like since Nate and i have like an open relationship and everything i (laughs) basically i'm like obviously i'm not going to like you know go for kind of like obviously the ones that would be good for a long-term relationship you know like they're like you know those like you know big muscly dudes that can probably throw me around and i'm like yeah okay we can do this but i'm never gonna see you again Sorry.
2: (laughs) How is, I wouldn't call you out so bad. How is that relationship, that open relationship going? It's
3: actually going real swell. I almost, okay, y'all want to hear a good old story. Yeah. (laughs) Basically, (laughs) I went to go, um, I went on a date with, by the way, I'm not straight, with a lady. (laughs) And we had a great time. Um, She was a big titty goth bitch. Great. We went to (laughs) a graveyard.
1: Oh, hell yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And, like, had, like, some beers and, like, a picnic, basically, in a graveyard. It was amazing. And, like, you know, we, like, you know, we could do some stuff and whatever. I get a text on... And the thing is is she worked in the um, healthcare industry, and so she had to get tested for corona every two weeks.
4: Oh. And so
3: she was, like, the whole reason we decided to hang out and, like, you know, have this date is because... She tested negative. She's like, I tested negative. We're good. And we're like, all right. Because she also had, like, health problems and whatnot, like, for her immune
2: and everything. Did you also take negative? Yes, I also tested negative.
3: Yeah. And so I was like, okay, yeah, let's do this. Let's hang out. And so we did. This was Sunday. On Tuesday, I get a message from her that goes, hey, this is a bummer, but I just got a call. Turns out my negative was a false negative, and I have COVID-19. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, yeah,
4: this was rough. Yeah.
3: Fuck. And so I was like, freak- and it was like this whole thing. I think everyone that <coughs> I was like in contact with, like during those, you know, two days and everything. And I was like, guys, just let you know, like Holly and everything. We all got tested. Yeah. I quarantined. For like, that's why also negative. why we didn't do the podcast yeah. for a while. Because I quarantined and I had to get tested and everything. And I was like freaking out.
0: Also, by the way, we're all negative. We're, we're all are. good. We're all We've negative. all
2: been tested. We're all negative. Like, that the and reason why
0: we're only doing this is because we're negative yeah. and we're not
2: spreading. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just so everyone
0: knows. Yeah, exactly. But basically, I was like,
3: okay.
1: <laughs> you know <laughs> what they <can laughs> say, it's right? What can
3: you
0: do?
1: Sometimes the big titty goth girlfriends bite back.
0: You know what? That is a big fact. <laughs> okay, so this is a funny story. So last night I was... I made a Tinder just to tell people my hilariously bad ham sandwich joke. It's not bad. It's good. Fuck you guys. Quality. Quality. <laughs> <Fuck> you guys. <laughs> I only know quality. <laughs> but... So the thing that's funny is like, you know how people are like, oh, all Asian people look the same. And it's like, it's definitely a racist thing to say. And yeah. it's wrong because when we went to Japan... Nobody looked the same. Big facts. And uh, but they probably all looked at us, and they were probably like, "They all look the same." And so it was funny because like last night, I kept being like, "Does this guy look familiar?" It's because he looked like the last <laughs> three guys I
4: looked at. <laughs> <laughs> but there was—they all looked
0: the same. They all—all all the these same. like straight white guys. They brought, all like, looked guys. the same. Yeah. Literally, all looked the exact, exact but same. But there was one guy that I was like, "I was like, this guy looks so familiar." Oh it's Cass's cousin. It was my fucking cousin. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and guess who I matched with 9 minutes ago? Your cousin. You matched, matched with, with my cousin. <laughs> send him a message. Send him a message. <laughs> I don't know what what I,
3: the thing is is like we're not that close. We're not super close just because of um like I mean, families,
0: you, just because you have a cousin doesn't mean you know your cousin. No, and like the right.
3: thing is, is, like we'd hang out a lot, but um, during the time where we would have gotten close was mm-hmm. when his parents were kind of going through a divorce and all that stuff. And the thing is, is his dad. He's a great guy right now, but before he was oh. kind of he was kind of a dick because yeah. he was just in this really miserable relationship for the longest time. And just like that, we realized that now that that was the whole reason. And. Um, so I never really got that good relationship. Like, my younger siblings are really close with all my other cousins, but he's the same age as me, and we never, never. got all that close. We're, like, kind of close. Like, we'll talk and stuff like that, but not that much. He doesn't even follow me on Instagram.
1: Hey, I want to interrupt <laughs> this because of something semi-important. Oh. Um, I guess the riots downtown are turning violent. Oh, shit. Um, cop cars getting vandalized, breaking windows, buildings. Um, They're issuing an 8 p.m. curfew and calling in the National Guard.
3: What the fuck? What the fuck? In Utah?
1: So, I don't know if that's, like, just downtown or what the deal is, but, like...
3: Maybe that is just downtown. I think that might just be downtown, because... That's the whole reason that Allie was late because she was like, I literally was stopped and then I saw somebody flip a cop car and there was all this smoke. That's why um, before we came in, my mom, my grandma, my little sister, my aunt all were at the, the protest, protest. Yeah. and I slept through my alarm so I wasn't able to go.
0: That's a fucking insane. Jesus fucking Christ.
3: Are I all, one thing is like, wait, can I see that picture again?
1: That's pretty serious. That's,
0: that's fucking hella serious. That
1: was. I'm trying to see if there's anyone live streaming it. Yeah, that's
3: why well, really I been surprised. That's also why, like, Bella actually texted us like before we started going live. Actually, like, oh, there's them we flipping the car.
1: Sorry, guys, who we are watching Sorry, us, this. Sorry,
0: we're like, oh, I love how everyone just yeah, joins in.
1: Mob mentality.
0: See, that's why people, when they're like, I just don't understand riots. It's like, how do you not understand riots? Because it's like, it makes The people sense. are fucking pissed. Like People are pissed. If I was pissed, I'd start getting angry if other people were getting angry. Yeah, one uh, thing
3: is, like, a part of me, I understand mostly riots when, like,
0: the police oh. first
3: start to, like... You you
0: just pour milk on the car? That seems like a waste of milk when you know that you just flipped a cop car. You should be saving that milk <laughs> yeah. for a situation later. Oh, okay, chief, Farkey, so it's live in Salt Lake downtown.
2: City. Downtown. Yes. Yeah, and um, I saw the cop car get flipped. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, so I guess new news while you're in the restroom. they are, It's turning more violent, and they're putting an 8 p.m. curfew so. and calling in the National Guard. So if you
3: need, it, since you stay, you like live in Salt Lake. If you need to stay at our house in Bountiful tonight yeah. before it's so like chill, know, where
2: does Marshall live? Does he also live in Salt Lake? He also lives in Salt Lake. In fact, I'm gonna text him. Yeah. just make sure he's he doing yeah.
0: okay. If
3: you need to, also, if you need to stay at our house for the time, like
0: time being, while they're so kind of low. like
3: you know doing all that, if you don't want to go through there, that is totally, like, please do because I, I want to make KSL's sure that you're down
1: too. So there must be a lot of KSL news. Yeah. Like it's
0: down. Oh, like, I think they're probably, they said, uh, Purple hair missed out. I'd stay out of the downtown. Yeah. I agree, Nick no, Joy. No, literally.
3: I, like, the thing is, is when Yeah, Allie see, the problem us. is I live in downtown. Yeah.
0: So, like, those are your houses slash you also have a cat at home. Oh, yeah. I do.
2: I also have a dog at home. Oh, yeah, your foster dog, right? Oh, yeah. So I definitely need to go home. Need to go home.
0: Is Um, Marshall there?
2: No, Marshall never goes to my place. He avoids it like the plague. Um, Is it because uh, it's
0: just definitely you? Uh, It's a discussion (laughs) for (laughs) another time. I don't want to talk
2: about that. (laughs) But, um, no, I'm super fucking
0: worried about that. Well, we still have technically two hours before curfew. Oh, but you missed it. I matched with uh, Cass's cousin on uh, on Tinder. She matched with my cousin. That's so <gasps> funny. That's
3: so fucking funny. Well, because
0: like the the funny part was is that you were like, "That's my cousin," and then I was like, "Fuck yeah!" And I like, super <laughs> like him <laughs> super just
4: like
0: him. to be so like funny. fuck, <laughs> just to fuck with him. And then I was like, Oh shit." has like, half of the pictures I posted on there. <laughs> so now it's either, he either didn't look through all my pictures. And he was just swiping right. Or Ryan. he's also intrigued as how I know you. Yeah. Should I be like, I don't even know what to say to him, so I'm like, You should message him and be like, I don't even know what you should say. That's the thing, I don't even know what to say. I don't really care. It's just, like, it's funny.
1: So I can't remember where you said you lived, and I don't, probably shouldn't say your address on yeah, stream, but stream,
2: but I live in, in downtown Salt they Lake. They said yeah, 200
1: yeah. East and 400 South. Like, there's big groupings. I think that's where they're flipping vehicles, and that's pretty close Which to that's what amazing. you oh, said. That's pretty close
2: to, yeah, a, yeah. No, that's 200 East. That's gonna be a problem for me. I'm gonna have to take 33rd up and then around. Yeah. Yeah, you might
3: have
0: to park like far. To yeah, like you local. also
3: might want to make sure that your car is parked away from that issue.
2: Well, because they, cause they I might have,
3: fuck up your car. Um,
2: I have a specific parking spot in my apartment. Okay. Oh, okay, So that that's shouldn't cool. be an issue. Yeah. The problem I'm dealing with is in that specific area to if I can drive through to get my car to my, to my apartment. To your apartment, oh. yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's better to just chill while it's going on or if it's better to try and get ahead of the crazy national guard stuff i don't really know
0: but. i don't even know cause, um well because if there's a curfew at eight then then you have to basically either be home at eight or go home tomorrow it's know, one yeah. of those two situations i mean i'll have plans tonight want to hang out um, yeah i'm like also now that honestly,
2: like i'll fucking hang out with you if you yeah, the thing is, is if you want to stay the I night mean, tonight, so then you can go In a hot second. Yeah. We can so like, the no, Let's judge people
0: on Tinder. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I can get more drunk. Hey. That's what I'm about. That's all I care about. That's I'm, how tipsy I am by the end of the night. I'm also like
3: the thing is, I had plans with like these girls that I used to, well that I used to like go go dance with and all that stuff for tonight and since that's going on i'm probably gonna like i'm gonna use that as an excuse to be like hey um I can't, exactly, yeah, I can't exactly yeah i can't exactly come over right now i'm just gonna stay home because also i have a very much like a homebody, and so i was like already trying to figure out <laughs> ways to get out of it yeah. so i was kind of like this is perfect let's all just get drunk at my house
1: <laughs> how was being a go-go dancer was it Oh, Enjoyable it's, or? it's
3: fun. It's super. I get paid. The thing is, it's great because I get paid basically just to be eye candy. And it's oh, sorry. awesome yeah. because then I just get to hang up, hang out, like up with the DJ and everything. Yeah. And sometimes we'll get like free drinks mm-hmm. and whatnot. And we just kind of like dance whenever we want. We do. The one thing that does kind of suck is when we actually like have to take signs for, like, somebody's birthday or if they're, like, VIP or something like that. And we do, like, these rounds where, like, we have to go around to be, like, you know, woo, and then take pictures with everybody and whatnot to kind of, like, promote yeah. the club. Yeah. But, I mean, the thing is, is, I'll do it usually when they need, like, coverage because the girls that I was hanging out with, they're, like, the main girls who are there yeah. every single weekend. And whenever they need, like, a third, because they usually need, like, a third person, but they're really bad at calling people. But <laughs> apparently, I am their favorite, Ooh. and so they were like talking about how they miss like dancing at the club and all that stuff because it was good extra money. Mm. Uh, because I got paid about like a hundred dollars for about like three hours. That's, that's now. Right? Yeah. And so it was an awesome side weekend job that yeah. I would just get extra cash for. And. So they asked me, they're like, oh, yeah, no, you want to drink with us? Like, we miss you, too. And I was like, this is a great way for me to get back in. Once all this shit opens back up, then I'll get extra cash because, you know, the economy would be really whack right
4: now. (laughs)
3: And it kind of is spooky. So I want that extra money. Uh, But with all this going on, I'm like, but they're also, they're all like, they all, everybody in the club, club life sucks you in. The thing is, yeah, um, all of, like, the bodyguards and all of that stuff were talking to me, and they're like, oh, you're new. And I was like, ah kind of ish they moved locations to like a bigger club and I was like kind of I did dancing at their old club which was like smaller definitely and they asked me to come back and I'm like yeah and he's like oh yeah no he's like I was a bodyguard for a while and then I was like no I can't do this anymore like it's a lot because it's like late hours like you're there till probably like 2am right. well, yeah. and he was like but then you know they ask me and it just sucks you right back in because it just stays interesting That's and it's yeah. just kind of fun but
1: yeah <laughs> I know a couple well, bouncers like. who just do it because it's like they don't need they don't necessarily need the income, but mm-hmm. on the weekends it's like why not? It's always
3: something weird going yeah. on, you some know? weird shit, and like you get pretty close to everybody, and like I don't know, it's funny because I'm <laughs> so I'm basically like the token white girl because <laughs> it's a Latin club. <laughs> Oh, shit. So I dance at the Latin Club, and I am the
4: only, (laughs) like, white girl there.
3: And they're, like, the guy who, like, hired me is always, like, I'm sorry you don't understand any music, or you don't speak Spanish. And I was, like, honestly, as long as it's got a good beat, I will dance to it.
0: (laughs) I was, like, I don't mind. And he's, like, that's what I want to (laughs) hear.
3: You win. (laughs) You win. The only
0: time, like, I feel like clubs where it's, like, the lyrics matter is when you're doing like kind of like a rave club where it's like you want the bangers because I remember was it it Vegas or Halloween night where they had that leave me alone song that's like leave me alone and it's like like, they had that song, but no one really paid attention to the song except when, like, the late. <laughs> the one was, like, part comes out. And then, like, everyone got excited because then the music stopped, so everyone sings it. Yeah. But it's like, at the same time, like, no one's paying attention to fucking lyrics at a club. Yeah. They're wanting a good beat. Yeah, we're wanting yeah. a good beat. That's why a lot of, like, the songs that are, like, they have, like, those stop everyone sings kind of moments is because they're also
2: remixed yeah. to take out some of the lyrics to give. Bumpin' and beat. Yeah. you bitch ass hoe, you a Dr Pepper this whole time. Well, regular Dr Pepper. No, my drink is full. I just don't like my drink p- is I <laughs> full. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay,
0: this one time, we have I, to went to pee again. I'm I went so to again. I went to Cassie's house. This is when she lived <laughs> <laughs> um, with Blake <laughs> and Kyle. Or I mm. mean, sorry, I mean she I lived mean, in with different uh, other people. She this random was her, gay couple. Her <laughs> first cut, the first place she ever lived outside of her parents' house was this guy. This couple. Ooh, that ass. but she She had all she had to drink for chasers was diet dr pepper and all we had for liquor was raspberry vodka which then made me almost puke i didn't puke but it turned my stomach so bad that i was like i can never drink diet dr pepper or raspberry flavored vodka Mm. ever again and that's why i have such a hard time with flavored vodkas because i can't Stomach it. It's too artificial for me, and like especially raspberry, Fair. and oh. that's why I can't. I can't even drink Diet Dr Pepper anymore
2: because it literally makes me almost throw up. I grew up on Diet Dr Pepper. My mom was like, "Hey, soda's cool, but not the sugar, <laughs> so let's go diet." <laughs> that's how Carl, so my dad I, was with the Pepsi for some reason. I grew up on Diet Dr Pepper, so whatever it's mixed with, I'm like, "Oh yeah, I can fucking take this." But also flavored vodka. Gives me such a gag reflex. Oh, I can't. I can't, like, I can't yeah.
0: shoot flavored vodka unless it's, like, slight. Like, I can do lemon. Oh, or I can't. Somewhat because it's a little bit more natural, but I still, like, I almost throw up literally.
2: Flavored anything makes me gag for a while if I take a shot straight. See, I'm a pussy. I don't like shots. You know, Same. Like, talk about this a yeah. Lot. No, I'm it's not harsh. a shot fan. I'm much more of a like mixed drink. Give me any beer, I will down it in five minutes flat. Shots? Nah. Like, not nah for c- me. I will down six,
0: like six mixed drinks, and then I can do shots because, like, for some reason,
2: mm-hmm. I don't, I'm a pussy stomach. I get
1: it. It is what mm. it is.
2: Same. Same. I have to ease my stomach into mm. it. Like, hey. Yes, I'm poisoning you, but hey, guess but what? Hey. There's also these other flavors, like, I know so you're, like you're okay, your okay for it yeah. <laughs> yeah. until I'm too drunk and then you're like for grow. my stomach to listen to me, and then it's, like, fucking fine.
0: That's literally, like, how my stomach is, because I've only thrown up once from drinking, and that was only because I started crying, (laughs) and when I started crying, and then all my liquor came back up, because I was crying, because I was trying, okay, I will locate, this is an embarrassing story, I started crying at a bar, but I didn't want people to know that I was that white girl crying in a bar, so I was in the bar, and I was quietly crying, and when you quietly cry, and you're like, holding it back, that's what turned my stomach, and I was just like,
1: (laughs) No, I feel like if you get that, (laughs) Like that, like, hyperventilate cry. It's yeah. just going to bleh.
0: Well, that's See, because of what it was. It was uh, like, I wasn't like, it was, I won't say what it was. I'll tell you afterwards because it's a funny story. And especially because, Anyways, I don't want anyone to say what I was crying about because if he found out, it would be bad and I don't want to talk about it. Fair. But... The only reason I ever th- I've ever i never thrown up from drinking, the only time I have is because i started crying. But I like I've cried drunk before, it's because I was having that hyperventilation because I was trying so hard not to be mm-hmm. that girl. I still was because then I was telling Cass why I was crying and then some girl at the club was like, girl, relatable, <laughs> crying down. And oh, I was like-
1: Relatable.
0: I'm gonna tell you the story after, you're gonna have Kay. a good giggle. Relatable content I,
2: about relatable why I was crying content. in the bathroom. Don't oh, hey. cool puked more while drinking than I can remember <laughs> <laughs> and it is strictly because I started heavily drinking when I was like 14 Ooh, mm-hmm. so I got into it I remember this one Halloween party I remember a quarter of this night maybe but I literally pissed myself
1: oh that's right it was oh. one of the
2: dare I say, the drunkest I've ever been. And I just kept drinking. And then since that night, I just kept fucking drinking. Because I was <coughs> uh, young and I had some <coughs> issues to deal with with my childhood. So, mm-hmm. obviously, I became a teenage alcoholic. But! Trauma! <laughs> um. Now, I'm to the point where I know exactly where my limit is and just before that i will actually even especially at a bar i will go into the bathroom and make myself throw up because i'm like no i don't want to be that girl tonight so i will make myself vomit and then keep drinking. The, t- <laughs> the <laughs> tactical,
3: yeah. tactical
1: <laughs> plunder. Yeah.
2: exactly.
0: <The> <laughs> <tactical laughs> boot, 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 boot and rally. Boot and rally. Boot, boot, rally. boot and rally. Boot, okay. rally.
3: boot and rally. Boot and rally. Okay. We have a
0: many of guy friends that will do just, that. We'll literally just be gone for twenty minutes and they're like, who wants more shots? And, and then, then you're like, like you're like, what the they're like,
3: Because they go in like what?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah they go, Ugh. what? and they're like, I'm gonna go. we're back. Literally. Okay, but let's talk about the book some more. Oh my goodness. Okay, so we Every covered Guts,
1: and we got into guts. Miss America.
2: Mm-hmm. Miss America. Um, Mother Nature. Ooh. The Here's the thing that I have to say with Mother Nature, and it's a prevalent theme throughout the book. The book yeah, white chicks. White chicks.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: Indeed. We <laughs> make it interesting, <laughs> if nothing else. <laughs> we make it. And interesting is the only objective I use. Adject- <laughs> objective. I feel like
0: drunk girls can get away with What is anything. that fucking
2: word? Objective?
0: Object-
3: Adject- objective. No, an adjective? Adjective. Adjective. Objective, conjunction, objective. Function. conjunction,
1: function, function. 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 adjective. Function. I don't anyone
3: says still twenty twenty? <laughs> Honestly, <Hey.
2: sh-max. laughs> but, but um, that's the only word I can use to make it not <laughs> shameful.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so we're interesting. We're in good yeah, time. basic as white bitches.
0: It's all matters. Honestly,
3: it'd be like that sometimes, but it's a good time. A but
2: graph. um. Oh, yeah. I don't know where I started. Mother oh, mother nature. Yeah, nature. But Mother Nature. So the oh, theme throughout that story <laughs> that I think is prevalent through all of the other stories is you don't know. Like, especially with money, you get all of that. And then she makes a point to say she didn't have time to spend it all. Yes. And she mm-hmm. went through like stockbrokers, through her pimp. Yeah. Her that was pimp. the
1: reflexologist. Oh though, right?
2: yeah. Yes. That w- yes. <laughs> so she was a reflexologist and there's this and it's some of it is true, some yeah. of it is fiction. But there's um in this fictional story. You can massage the foot in a way that makes someone climax to the core in the way that they will be in bed for three days because they've just shat themselves through the encore of the climax. It's Basically that powerful. Buk. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Helena. El- Hella El- nut. El- um. <laughs> but... She goes through the experience of being a professional reflexologist and then that industry growing to, s- to the point where there's so many of the reflexologists. She doesn't make any money and she wasted all of her money. And she makes a point to say she never went shopping, she never got anything for herself other mm. than like her uniform of the fur coat.
0: Yeah. And they're looking like a bougie ass bitch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mhm.
2: And like that's the point in the in the <laughs> overall book of like you make <laughs> all of this money and you never have a chance to use it to because it. Yeah. you're just always locked into this career. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's I, always
3: working. Well,
0: that's like one thing I fear most is that I'll find a job that I love but I work so hard that I never have a personal life. Mm-hmm. That's why always my biggest fear of, like, working too much. Like, what is yeah. too much, too much?
1: Well, and I definitely, I, I don't know. I've always had this weird outlook that I've, I've never really been a material guy. Like, there's things that I want, right? Like, I yeah. think everyone wants things because they're cool or nice yeah. looking. But I, I've just never really cared about status, especially when it's status mm-hmm. from items. Because I just think, like, I would rather, like, you like me because of my brain, yeah. not because I drive a Lambo. Yeah. Like, I think that people who get the Lambos and stuff like that, I respect it because they must have hustled unless it was gave to them,
3: right? Mm-hmm, like, they mm-hmm.
1: must have fucking put in the work. And that's very respectable, but at the same time, like, I've always wanted to carry myself as someone who, like, is appreciated because of my input, not because of, like, hey, I could take all you guys on a cruise right now. Because, like, yeah. is that is that really, like... Are those... Genuine? Yeah. yeah. Or Are th- you guys just here because like I fucking bring the fucking I, yeah. Are money? Are those two friends? Yeah. 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 Are
3: they real friends?
1: And, you know, I definitely think that's a good point is, and I know people in my professional life who work hundreds of hours every week, like overtime, 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 and they got this fat stack of cash just sitting there. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, what'd you do this weekend? Worked. Worked. What'd you do? Or you got any plans next weekend? Working.
4: Worked.
1: Like how long do you keep that cycle going, before you realize like, well, I got this stockpile of money. What am I gonna do with it?
3: That's literally so. My whole entire I, my whole entire goal in life. I like I know that's everybody. Like it's like the American dream or whatever, where you like want to be successful, you know. And like the thing is, is like it's my goal to be successful just for the fact of like I don't want to work until I die.
1: Yeah, me too.
3: And so that is my whole reasoning of it. And like, also I just want to like, you know, I want to be able to travel and all that. Like who doesn't want to do that?
4: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It's yeah. like
3: that I want <clears throat> to make, you know, that goal a reality. Yeah. And so that's what has made me also just because I've been working it since I was like 11 years old, basically. Um, I'm just like a very big workaholic. Cause that's just kind of how I was raised. And I don't even realize until it's too late that I'll be, like, burning myself out with work. And that's why I had to get a job that literally forces me to not do stuff
4: (laughs) a lot. Mm -hmm.
3: And it's frustrating. But the thing is, I know it's for, like, you know, it's better for my health in general. And so it's like, (laughs) okay, I also
1: want to play devil's advocate to myself with the materialistic thing. Because, like, I, I talk about I don't think material items really make people happy. But on the flip side of it, I think materialism creates a purpose
4: because
1: mm-hmm. like in all if like we sit back and think about money as a whole like we're forced to have to generate it and make money if we want to yeah. live in a comfortable society
4: mm-hmm. so
1: I really think that if you if your goal is material items that is still respectable because that's you're giving yourself some sort of purpose to work towards instead of just working because we have to yeah,
2: yeah. 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 my My mom explained this to me at a, like once I graduated high school, she sat me down and she said, there were two very distinctive groups of people to be happy. One is that you enjoy your career and you put your all into it and you can feel satisfied through your life. In the weekend, in your family, Those moments count. And then there are the other people who still feel very satisfied in their life, but they work the job that they don't necessarily enjoy, which Mm -hmm. is totally fine. It's to make money to live the life that you want on post-work, on weekends to do what you want. And And those are the two... Pathways to happiness where you can enjoy your work or not enjoy your work, but that post time is most important.
0: See, no, I agree with that completely, because um, my... I want to hear your thoughts, because that was such a uh, facial expression. Oh, no, I, oh. I was like, we read West Tech Snip. Yeah, privately.
1: sorry, no, that and I was like, like, to what you were saying, oh, <laughs> because I agree 100%. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. to
0: what he was saying, because yeah. I And also, what were you saying? Yeah. No, I was saying, because, like, I agree with you completely, because, like, that's the thing that, like... That's, like, really frustrating, because, like, my ex would be like, you have to have, a like, a purpose in life yeah. to like he's like what's the point of life if you don't have a purpose and i was like i agree with that completely but like there's like i feel like an extreme to a non-extreme because like his purpose was music and doing xyz but the thing is him doing that was taking away from the fact that he's like well i don't want to own a dead-end job because i the xyz i don't want to like work here i don't want to do this because i only want to do this one thing but it's like but with him doing that he would make himself in a miserable situation outside of his purpose that it's like if you would just kind of sacrifice yourself a little bit to work a job that you like you don't no one loves no if if everyone had a choice no one would fucking work everyone right. would just do what they want yeah but and do. that's why it would always frustrate me because it's like do you think i want to go work at my job i love my job but it doesn't mean that there's some days where I'm like, I just want to fucking call in sick. Or yeah, I just want to I just wanna quit today. <laughs> like, yeah, but I would never do that because I do love my job. But it's like, just because, and like, my purpose isn't to have a job and be happy in my job fully. I mean, like, I hope I love my job, but like, but like, it frustrated me because like, just because you have a purpose in life or this is your goal in life doesn't mean you can't, you don't have to do the side hustle of working a shitty job yeah. to get to that goal. That's the thing that's like I feel like some people also then take the extreme of like I just want this to happen in my life and then mm-hmm. they don't work for it. Yeah, and so yes. like that's I'm just why. Like, why isn't this happening? To I think know, that goes right back, so back to the
1: main core of the story is being yeah. Yeah. wanting someone to come and save you when yeah. reality mm-hmm, you have to mm-hmm. put in the work.
3: Yeah, kind exactly. of like, You feel like you deserve all of this stuff. Yeah, that's why like I'm still
1: doing podcast stuff going into three years. Yeah,
3: yeah. Because like
1: mm-hmm. if I stop, like
3: then like what was it for? What if
1: what if the next week we do a stream and then like. Chuck Palenuk looks at this. He, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. he sees that <laughs> I tagged him <laughs> on Twitter, and he but retags it like he reads yeah, it. Yeah, Chuck
2: Palenuk, uh-huh. if you ever see this podcast, we love you. Literally, I would suck your dick. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> and I just hope you appreciate that. I'm
1: going to send it to normal. Actually,
2: I'm like... <laughs> please, please do. Okay. Send it to him, Like, give him a good old tag. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> what's up, man? Hope hey, what's you, up, uh, Chuck?
1: What are you up to this Thursday?
0: And that's the thing about that it is, is that... Like, the thing that would frustrate me is that like, you don't have to give up your dream. No. But if... Because, yeah. like, the thing is, if your dream's not going to be happening in this moment and something else is making you so miserable in life... Why don't you fix the thing that's miserable in your life to then yes. get yourself out of the situation to then focus on this? Like, yeah, so what? You have to give up eight hours of your day for, like, even if you only worked a part-time job and then you gave up mm-hmm. eight hours of a day, four days a week, even three days a week. But then you can always focus on this on the side. Like, why can't you? Yeah. Yes. I, I never understood. That was one thing I could never understand. Is like, why can't you just do both I to make yourself like the most max happy? Yeah.
2: In a lot of other places we live in usa utah Utah, but in a lot of places around the country the minimum work hour the minimum work week hourly is a lot less but we don't live there we live in utah Mm -hmm. in america and that's To make money, to live, to see your dreams come through. Because you said earlier, money talks. Mm -hmm. You need money money to do basically anything. Yeah. Yeah. You have to make that. And it's understandable that you wouldn't be completely satisfied with your job. It's understandable that you wouldn't be satisfied with your job at all. Mm -hmm. But it serves a point
0: yeah, it, th- it doesn't even have to be about satisfaction of having a job. It's the satisfaction of you're doing something to then make yeah. yourself...
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: think
1: it's mindset, mm-hmm. honestly, it's because, mindset. like...
0: Mm-hmm. Everyone's different. You
1: know, I, yeah. I get where he's coming from, right? Because in his head, his sacrifice is, I'm going to be miserable to try and achieve this thing. Where another person... Sac- like, for me, example, I sacrifice time that I can dedicate to this... So my life doesn't fall apart without having a job. Yeah,
4: yeah. Mm-hmm. Like
1: I, that's how I balance it, is. I have to work in order to be able to do this. Yeah, yeah. You know, and both Sacrific- both yeah. both perspectives Sacrifices. aren't wrong. But if you want to be successful in one in any aspect, I feel like you have to make a sacrifice somewhere.
4: Oh yeah, and definitely. that could
1: be. I mean, they get, there used to be that triangle thing of like when you're in college, right? It's like either I can do sleep and be social, and my grades are shit. Or I can sleep and have good grades, but I don't have social. Mm-hmm. Or I can have social and good grades and not sleep. There's always, like, no matter what aspect yeah. of life you're, you're in, have- there's something that you're sacrificing.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Yeah. And,
1: like, to expect, like, to not sacrifice anything, but also achieve what you want, that's very arrogant. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's
2: not possible.
1: Oh, it's definitely
4: possible.
2: But you're going to really have to have those dice rolling really for you. you arrogant. Yeah, literally. And I feel like that is also... I feel like such an old traditional mindset <laughs> when I say this. Yeah. But I also feel like the future generation, um, including the generation that is in high school and junior high right now, are very unrealistic because there has been a lot of hardship pressed on generations. Mm. Oh, yeah. You that said. are not necessarily our hardship but they've been pressed on so the next generation tries to rebel and be like hey you can be anything you can have everything you want and it doesn't even necessarily have to try to get this and well, that's so wrong because they, we have to yeah. take a realistic approach. Yeah, cause especially
4: f-
3: with like social media and oh, stuff like oh that. Oh, yeah,
2: and I feel like, like
3: it's in my paper. Yeah,
1: it's <laughs> <laughs> in <that> my paper. <laughs> no, I'm printing it uh, out. Ten pages.
2: The ten page generation that's out right now has the best mind views. They have the most inclusive, not racist, not homophobic.
1: Well, they're the epitome it. of but everything we're trying to accomplish.
2: Exactly, yeah. but at that's the, the same time, yeah. it's very unrealistic with their approach to working because they're yeah. like, yeah, I can accomplish my dream if whenever. I don't even have to work hard for it, and that's not true. true. I think
1: where the that's other thing, too, that with social media... It's
2: very over-coddled. Yeah.
1: yeah, I feel like the social media gives that aspect, too, in a negative light, where, like... Okay, we look at, who's popular right now? Gary V on TikTok. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. He's does all the like business stuff. right? Oh, he, I
3: see him on my For You page all the time. I, I'm like, I don't even follow you. Who are you? Yeah. I like
1: his outlook on business, but his whole point of view is like, hey, you don't need to do the standardized ways to make money. You can do it this way, this way, and this way. Yeah. And I agree with him. That is 100% possible, and we live in a generation now where you can make money, not mm-hmm. conventionally. And you can make yes. a lot of it. You can
3: make a lot of it. Yes.
1: But at the same time, people need to be realistic with themselves. Like, am I that guy, or do I need to stay conventional, and yeah. do what is there that I know could get me to a position?
2: Big yes. thanks, Nick Joy. That's how you make money. That's how Kay. I would. Hey, okay, Hell yeah. Hell Nick yeah. Joy may be my favorite commenter of all time <laughs> well i like might just be people the, people the moment but like i mean i haven't nick seen joy. trump
0: is all in a while yeah why where's that? trump is all yeah <laughs> uh, come on
2: also salty frank
1: yeah salty, salty,
2: frank. salty okay but nick, nick joy, joy. i'll hit you the fuck I'll up make, you make famous. me famous nick
1: joy's OG I be famous. <laughs> of the stream too like he's been a mod for the channel for oh like yeah no because i think
2: he i think he, he was has me early. on snapchat as well yeah yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I know Wait, you.
2: Bet. I know you, boy. <laughs> well, and I think it's hard to add um, you with like TikTok to Snapchat, and, um, McJoy. Nick Joy. Before we
1: start that, I will also it. say because I love Nick Joy, his voice.
3: Yeah, when he sends us. me video Snapchat, sometimes cool. and I'm like, I'm like, there we go. And his
1: dog there Maximus Tiberius, yes! the third, I think, Esquire, <laughs> Esquire, the third. He's the boy.
3: He's your dog boy. is so cute, He's I have your own snap, I had boy. you- Yeah, yeah, there we go, okay, yeah, I remember that. Okay, yes, you send me snaps sometimes, specifically of your dog, and I love them, keep sending them. Yes! Maximus <laughs> Tiberius the Third Esquire. Yes.
0: But holy shit,
2: I might know the people who flipped over the cop car. Let's not name them on the street. (laughs) No, but. But. Not gonna say their names. Hey, strong forearms. Strong.
0: (laughs) Be like, hey, I uh, watched that video of you flipping a cop car. Can you help me um, take in my groceries? (laughs) (laughs) One trip. (laughs) One
4: trip. (laughs) One trip.
0: But what I was going with that is I feel like it's really hard with social media too because. I mean, like, fucking, like, what, the kombucha girl? She made one video about trying kombucha, and now she's fucking famous. She is so fucking funny. Oh, no, she deserves it. But, like, it's just, like... She's hilarious. But, like, people at the Hype House...
3: Oh, that's fucking stupid.
0: Like, they just got famous because they know people, know people that know people, and then because they can dance somewhat... Subpar, and that they're like you know conventionally attractive, like high yeah. schoolers.
4: E girls, e girls, e boys, e girls. More
0: like uh, visco girls, but to like a more preppy standpoint. So they're not yeah. too VSCO-y, but then the e boys that aren't too e boy, but they're like still e boys. Yeah. It's definitely like a good balance, but I feel like that's what like is so hard, and I'm kind of also then worried about like our kids' generation is because mm-hmm. of like they see how easy it is for someone to get famous like that. And then they accept, expect it. Because, like, they're just, like adding Wait. on to, like, Did
2: You flipped over a cop car? You <laughs> <and> tell me <laughs> what is happening. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> bitch. We just here, bitch. You flipped over a cop, cop. car? <laughs> you didn't tell me. Wait, Straight who? up. I want the insider info. What the fuck? That's I mean, how we, we were best friends.
3: friends. So, like, you, you won't put it you know, you Exclusive.
4: Exclusive.
1: <laughs> we now, don't
0: want to say the names,
1: though. TikTok but. is a very interesting thing in our lives now mm-hmm. because TikTok can literally take any person and make them huge. And, them huge. and yeah. I think that that's scary because there's a lot of people who t- that's not healthy for. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It really Definitely. isn't. Well, and also being socially famous doesn't always be benefit for you no do you remember um is it i think it's fun house or rooster teeth um gavin yeah gavin mm. and his cosplayer girlfriend literally shout oh. out to Meg Turney. Meg Turney. we think you're very beautiful you, and smart you are so hot please can i see your titties <laughs> <laughs> but literally like they were at home one night heard someone break in, hid in a closet, Mm -hmm. this guy was literally coming in to kill Gavin, steal his girlfriend.
4: That's fucking That's what it's
0: like, that's why it's also terrifying also too, because then when you are this social and you are in the media, people know you and then they become crazy. Well, I'll I'll
1: give you guys an insider thing that I haven't talked about on the stream um, that is kind of relevant to that, and I don't I'm not going to give my opinions on it necessarily, but There was someone who was watching the stream fairly early on. um, And he became, like, he was there every stream and he Mm -hmm. enjoyed it and different things like that. And he added me on, like, socials and stuff and he started talking to me. And then he started saying, like, really...
3: Like, creepy things or, like... No,
1: but, like, self-harmful things.
0: Oh. Oh. And, like, putting
1: me in the situation of, like...
0: If you don't help him, you're scared he's going to, like, hurt Yeah, Yeah. And, yes. I'm,
1: like, I'm all for trying to help people, but with stuff like this, you have to mm-hmm. remember that I'm just...
4: I'm a person. We're all
1: just individuals, and, like, putting that on someone... Like, I felt, like, almost obligated to, like, be there for him because he's watching. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I shouldn't have to feel that way. Mm-hmm. And the Gavin and Meg Turney thing is, like... The peak of craziness, right? Because yeah. that that person turned into. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: yeah, that person, person turned into so like, he probably watched everything <laughs> she did and like, probably on streams and was yeah, like, I oh, was I love, will you talk to me? And like, yeah. maybe he got interaction because like when you stream, it's so easy to interact.
3: Yeah, especially kind of like. Uh, like, I mean, in the stages that we are, where it's just kind of, like, that's the fun in it, is, like, I was even telling Nate just kind of, like, well, I mean, like, sure, like, if we ever got big, that'd be awesome, but also I would definitely miss kind of, like, the interaction, where it's, like, we're able to enter... Yeah, it's more intimate, and, like, you would be able to talk to every single person who, like, actually comments and watches, and, like, it's actually a little more fun, but the thing is, is once you get bigger, and once you, like, maybe comment on, like, one person's thing, they're like...
1: (laughs) Yeah, and, like, and I definitely think that women have it much worse because I think that lonely men are very more are much more susceptible to like taking the attention that they get from an attractive woman and making it
3: like entitlement almost to like, let's (laughs)
0: like, you are my, you are making it like this this big
1: thing in their head. Yeah. And whether it be sexual or just the fact that they don't get attention from women, so now this is, like, something they've craved, then I think that's when it turns into idolizing and making, like, especially, like, in a yeah. Meg Turney situation, right? Because I think we'd all agree Meg Turney's very attractive. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's cool. High. She gets the nerds. She's a nerd. So, like,
0: she that... She that, that vibe. Yeah, that
1: environment yeah. where, no offense to fellow nerds, but, like, there's a lot of nerds who are lonely and don't get a lot of attention from yeah. women.
4: Yeah, yeah.
1: So when you get someone on that level starts giving you even, like, a slight attention, I think that that just peaks it, you know?
4: Oh, yeah. And I'm yeah. sure
1: that they... I, I can't even imagine the things that they hear on a daily basis if they even open up their DMs. I remember, was it Jessica oh, yeah. Negri or someone talked about opening up her Twitter DMs, and it was, like, a hundred just dick pics, just every uh, dick pic you could uh, think of.
0: I also don't understand the, the what, what satisfaction you get from sending your dick to a woman who didn't ask for your dick pic because, listen... Dicks are not attractive and I also don't think vaginas are attractive, so that's why I don't send out my vagina into the world. <laughs> I'm
1: always there. I've always but wondered the dick pic thing too, because like I almost wonder if it works and we just don't hear about it working.
0: I think it works in some cases. Cass has the most experience. I've never received an unsolicited <laughs> dick pic before. I see I, Oh oh sorry. Knocking on sorry. wood. I've never so received one, so I'm glad
2: I'm a claim. The experience of giving the most unsolicited dick pics. Oh, you might. I don't know. We've never talked about it, so. Yeah. (laughs) compete with you. Compete with me with unsolicited dick
0: pics. (laughs) It's a title
2: neither
3: of us wants to win. No, literally. Like, dick pics always, like, I mean, I know for a fact that I have a few in my DMs right now that I just haven't deleted yet. Cause like, mm-hmm. you know, you go to it and then it's just kind of like this image like, specifically on Instagram, it's like, this image is blurred because of blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, I know that. This Cause could it could be.
0: be inappropriate. Yeah,
3: exactly. There was one thing though, one thing though, uh, where it's like, oh, that it actually works and you don't know it. There is one time that actually, I mean, it didn't, it didn't get him puss. It didn't get him That's a fact but I oh. did definitely keep him on Snap so that occasionally when he... They were tasteful. They were ver- there were videos specifically. Don't send dick pics. Send either, you know, nut vids <laughs> <laughs> or Let like... that
1: booty look like, yeah, Literally. Let me speak past you really quick. Oh. I'm going to go give. Yeah, Oh, her mug? Yeah. Ooh, ooh.
0: Oh wait, show wait. Ellie her mug, the mug. Um, it's so cute. I'm sorry. Oh, I'll yeah,
2: show the mug. Oh, she wants to meet Bieber. I want to meet Bieber. Yeah, oh, literally.
0: Right. We'll run the podcast. Oh, we'll run. Time. Hello, it's now <laughs> the Holy Acoustic Talk show. about dick pics. <laughs> Anyways, what was the best dick pic you've ever seen? Oh, yeah, so basically. Basically, it was,
3: it was a video. It, it was, was it on video. occasional, and it was actually, like, pretty good. And so the thing is, is I would, like, see it, and I'd just be flattered that I got it. <laughs> And I'd be like, oh, okay, but I never answered him because I like I I don't know. I was just kind of like I'd see it and I'd be like, oh, cool, (laughs) and then I wouldn't answer. So eventually, Anna added me. But I've gotten some that I'm just kind of like, uh, uh." I. I got one recently where before he sent one, do you remember that I where remember I showed it? I remember he had
0: his like dick covered but it was like everything else so I was like It was tasteful, it was tasteful and I totally <laughs> messaged
3: back and I was like, you know what, that was a very tasteful um, picture, tasteful you know it was a tasteful nude and he was like, thanks and like that's basically like that was the it. extent of the conversation. Then I got it was it last night or was it a couple nights ago? I think it
0: was last night because then I saw his penis. Yeah, then
3: we. Uh, then I got a picture last night from him and I opened it and it had his penis in it. And then I commented and I was like, that was a little less tasteful! <laughs> that was, a, You
0: know, just
3: a, that was a few bars down. And then I had to block him because the thing is, is like unsolicited specifically, it's just kind of like, eh, it catches you off guard and you don't really want to see it, especially if you're not in that intimate relationship in the first place like you yeah. both aren't on the same page of where you can
0: send nudes to each other yeah i'm because i personally have never sent nudes to someone that i wasn't either like dating or in a relationship with because yeah. it's not that i wouldn't send like a nude but it's just something like for me personally i don't know that person i don't want them to have my nudes unless i've had that relationship with them slash if they were like I've just never received an unsolicited dick pic, so I don't really have a lot of opinions on it. But I do know if I got one, I would be like, yeah, mostly not because it's a dick, but because like no one wants. It's like it's like um, getting like something. It's just like it's just so unexpected and it's so unnecessary. And it's like, what does this do?
3: Yeah, no, honestly, the point of sending nudes. I'm a person who will send nudes on occasion and stuff like. Sometimes I'll send stuff just because in the moment I'm like, I, I mean, when I take it, like, I'll have, some, like, I have, like, a like a little, like... Your, ta- your new are super hot. Yeah, I have tasteful. some that I have saved specifically that I'm like, when I look at it, I'm like, hell yeah, that's hot. And so when I want, you know, some validation, some good old validation, usually I'm, like, drunk and, like, you know, wanting to get some, I'll send some. But yeah. then after that moment, I'll be like, I'm sorry, I can't believe I have sent that. I can't believe we have done this and had this interaction. Apologies. And then usually I will block them because that's my automatic reaction. Good night. Bye,
4: Queen's
3: raw plate. But raw plate. Raw plate. Raw plate.
0: It's raw. You know what? That plate is real raw. <laughs> real raw. Real, real raw. raw. See, the thing is, because I don't... I. I kind of like sexting because I like the idea of someone else being yeah. like it's like it's more of like a It's fun. I like when other people get off. I get not like it oh, sounds so like perverse. I l- like the idea of but getting yeah.
3: someone else off is actually very yeah. satisfying. Cuz
0: like yeah. you're like you're like I'm being able to make this person horny or like like, it's, it's more of, like, a power thing, I guess, in a way, but, like, yeah. I'm trying to make it sound like it's not pervy, and that way people don't be like, can I, can you get me off? It's not that. It's more like I find a power in it, in a sense. But, yeah. like, not that I'm, like, power hungry. It's a, it's very complicated trying to try and explain without sounding weird yeah. about it. But, like, I, that's why, like, with relationships, I love setting I love sending nudes to my boyfriend slash even if I'm just casually dating a person. It's fun. I think it's so fun because then they get excited. And then when you get to meet in person and actually, like, do the do, it's so much better because you, like, had that anticipation. Yeah, that kind of, like, you know, build up. I get it. Like, I, I, well, because, like, even if I don't post nudes, but if I post, like, something where I'm, like, like, a lot of people, because, like, when I got the Tinder, I posted a picture of me in, like, this bikini that has, like, cow print. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Almost every person has been like, "I fucking love your like the, the cow print." You know yeah. the one guy with the nice ass, oh. the mustache.
3: Oh, He's been to Japan three times. No, oh, wait, he's he lived, lived in
0: three for three
3: years. He's Pretty great, and he had cool. a great ass.
0: He had a picture of him like against a wall, and we we're was,
3: like, "Now this is a man." Like if
0: it was, <laughs> what, if he didn't have like swim trunks on, that would have been a tasteful nude.
3: Oh, because oh yeah, and it, it literally, I'll show oh, you yeah. the position.
0: It was like this, but like a man's ass, so it was really nice. It was great, but. Like, like, it's just, like, the validation of, like, it's just more, like, it's like it's nice when someone tells you you're pretty. Yeah. It never hurts to yeah. be called pretty, you know? Never hurts to be called pretty. But it's, like...
3: It's, like, yeah. And also, the yeah. thing is, is, like, usually, I think it's kind of, like, you know, far-fetched when guys expect to get nudes from girls they don't even know. And they're, like, that's yeah. trade. Sometimes girls are into that. But I definitely have never done that without somebody that I already have an established relationship with. We're yeah. talking about trading dudes. And that kind of like, I specifically either want no contact with them whatsoever. And it's just kind of like, you know, that like on the moment horny thing. Or you have an established relationship where like you guys kind of do that. And then you kind of like don't talk about it later on. See? You know? <laughs> I don't know how it is for everybody else. But I'm I know that's an
4: asshole.
3: I I I <laughs>
2: so, uh... <laughs> I've 100%, there was this guy, it's my fav- There, there are multiple men, but, oh, uh, this one guy, I specifically ask for specific weird requests <laughs> in order to send nudes, like, I'll be like, hey, get me a fucking picture of a puppy, and I'll send you a nude or like, hey, oh. get me a picture of you riding a unicycle with flowers, and I'll give you a nude. And there are those kind of relationships, That's and then really there impressive. are the relationships where where I like just text to instigate nudes, because yeah, yeah. he wants to send them, because he's like, hey, what are you doing? Are you in a private place right now? <laughs> You're like, what if I wow. send a picture? And I'll be like, yes, yeah, <laughs> send it to me, send baby. It. And then I'll show it to all of my friends. <laughs> see, that's Because <laughs> all women do this. Yeah. You have to understand.
0: If you send a dick pic, I've seen, okay, the thing is, I've never got a solicited dick pic, but I've almost seen, not all of them because you get so many, but I've seen a majority, every time Cassie like got a dick pic, I'm like, can I just see? I just want to see. I'm No,
3: yeah, I, I'll just be like, usually if i see it i like want to and i like announce it you're like and I'm i, like, got I have nude. gotten a nude Same. and then people are like yes, we oh really we
0: want a nude dick
3: pic and like then the i'll show i mean if you want to but the thing is but so you have to no, send nick
2: joy <laughs> send me a fucking dick pic <laughs> i need your snapchat <laughs> I, have I don't want to do, do you have
0: a small is hat is it okay you if she gets you
3: is i'm assuming it, it
0: is but like the thing is see the thing is I would never be mad if someone sent me a, a nude that was like a joke nude like if a guy yeah. like I'm I just want I just want it to be a thing that I hey, does Hey it's fine
2: let me get
0: that I would love for a guy to be like I'm trying to to like do like a funny Wait, dick pic no, I think I'm those, gonna those go are breakup. up We're uh,
1: talking about wiener art
3: we yeah, We just
0: talked about yeah. dick pics and it's soliciting all
3: sick. this Oh yeah it's been gone What's that one underneath? Yeah, I won't say it out loud. I shouldn't
0: (laughs) have. I feel like I shouldn't have worn a dress because I feel like it's just a lot.
3: Just flashing your coochie everywhere! How (laughs) dare you, Holly? I feel like someone would
0: have said so. I feel like the best place for whale whale watching Norway. Woo! Woo! Whale watching.
3: I actually always wanted to go to Norway. Actually, that sounds like a lot of fun. If we ever went to Norway, could we visit you? Can we
2: visit you, Nick Joyce? Nick Joy. Nick Joy. I'm going to say Nick Joy so badly. But Nick Joy, I added you. Fucking add me back. <laughs> you bitch ass hoe. You bitch ass hoe. Oh, he added me. Oh yay! it was almost instant.
3: Maybe this is the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> If it is, I'm so sorry. Damn. <laughs> oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. My name is Angie.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> we have officially, that we were talking mostly bitch. about dick pics. Yeah. And the fact that Allie will do this thing where she's like, she asked for, it. she's like, if you give me a picture of you on a unicycle with some flowers, I'll give you a nude. Kind of like how it's like a very power thing. Right. And I was like talking about how. Either I don't want any relationship with them at all, like, I'll, like, we'll kind of do this real quickly, and then we'll never talk again. Or you have an established relationship where it's kind of, like, that's what you do on occasion. Right. Just for funsies, you know?
4: You know?
1: Farky, I don't know. Oh, my God, that's the cutest dog. I don't know if I'm going to commit to that. That's, uh...
4: That's too much.
1: So, Farky is someone that I game with, and, uh we yeah. have there's a discord for the group of people we game with and uh, there's a gentleman in that discord who uh, his name is Gallister. Oh. And he finds just some of the worst possible things you can find on the internet.
2: Oh no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> some of it like cuz like I I'm I can look at shit and be, "Ah, oh,
4: yeah, that" like, okay. oh, "All right." <laughs> some yeah. of the stuff
1: in there I was like I'm gonna think about that all day. <laughs> Great.
3: <laughs> I now like I know that you're like ah maybe that's not the best idea. I am now intrigued, and i kind of.
1: Went we can it. after. <laughs> um, afterwards,
4: because I don't.
3: Is it like? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably find mine. I bet you could find my parents. Probably. But also, the thing is, is I have to warn you, if you look up, like, try to look up, like, my address sort of stuff, my dad may be a Russian spy. We are not for sure. He sees his IP, he's like, (laughs) like, no, literally, he's... You told me about one of
1: the things that he did do, and I thought that was very interesting. He
3: does some, like, the thing is, is he's like, I don't do anything illegal. Right. Mm -hmm. I, not necessarily, like, you know, it's not necessarily illegal. But,
4: a facilitator. Yeah,
3: it's like it's not even like a facilit. It's like, it just does things where it's like it's not it's like you know. I don't know how to explain it, <laughs> but he does. He does a lot of stuff. He's probably the most interesting man that I know, which is like you know a lot saying that kind of like oh it's my dad who's the most but like he definitely like for fun. What he does in his free time, because, you know, when, like, people get older and stuff like that and they can't really sleep all the time, what he does is he goes and helps people, like, in the life. So, like, people who are drug addicts and stuff like that, he will specifically go, ask them if they need lawyers, help them get into rehab and detox and, like, all of this stuff just because he finds it very interesting and he wants to help.
1: I'm glad he You're, does his power for good. And not yeah,
3: no, he like yeah. does it like for good, and that's just. Yeah. And the thing is, is he just does it in his free time, right? And that's what he does, and so he his has all the most interesting the coolest, stories. The coolest guy. Kind of your, your dad is
2: the coolest, and also kind of the most so lovely. Like the scariest, because <laughs> I've never seen him angry. I've never seen him any type of hostile. That's hey. Why would you even fucking
0: try to do that? Okay.
4: Casual but, directly, flex, but... Casual yeah, flex, but okay, flex. Nick. okay, Nick. Okay, Nick.
0: <laughs> but also, that terrifies me. Anyways, sorry. Go ahead, what oh, yeah. oh, You yeah. were saying
2: about... Uh, but your dad has always been, like, just the kindest old dad to <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. Because yeah. I... 100% it's because we were friends, and I feel like he saw me enough <laughs> yeah. that he was like, okay... This is one of Cass's friends.
0: That's yeah. gonna be around a while. No, he loves you to death, honestly. Yeah. Like he's like
3: like, you know, the other person that we hung out with usually, he was like, nah, fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't he was not a fan of her, but he's like, But Allie, I am She is God's <laughs> okay. gift to
2: earth. No, fuck <laughs> him also. Because one day we were all walking in heels and he was like, Oh, this other person can walk like a, like a <laughs> pro, <laughs> and you need a little help, Allie, and I was like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> that's how I- walk and <laughs> heels like a magician, or a porn star, whichever applies. You <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> didn't Bella get a new kitten, right?
4: They
1: a got a new, new dog. They got a, a new, new dog. dog, yeah.
0: Morgan. Morgan, that's, um, uh, did Jason they say something? Wait, look how cute! Oh, this adorable! <laughs> did they Did they get another cat? Or yeah, is it? No, they didn't get a new cat. I was about
3: but they to got say, a new dog named Morgan. She's like a like a like chocolate lab. He's adorable. Yeah, because
0: she looks a lot like Recon. Yeah, she is Recon, but yeah. like Morgan.
2: Anyways. Hey Wes, I sure do pumpkin jambalaya.
1: Oh Lord, that one was a, a rough incident.
2: Are we? Wait,
3: oh.
1: You guys seen that? Clip? I've seen
3: I've seen that clip. I, I think you've seen that clip. I don't think I have I? It's a it's a forest like, you know, where he like chug- and then like, you know. I'll show you. And then just throws up.
1: This was on
4: stream.
3: I've seen this so many times it's that I'm qualified. like I knew exactly what you said. <laughs> I knew.
1: Whoever um, titled it just like <laughs>
3: pumpkin jambalaya because
1: that's what it looks like, and it makes me sick.
3: It's, it, yeah, it's pretty Wait, nasty. he
0: threw up on you? No, oh, he no. threw up just on, like, the chair, but it looked like pumpkin shovel. I remember that video because that was before I even knew Wes and Forage, and it was kind of yeah. like when we were starting to do the podcast. I remember watching that clip. I watched it eight times because I thought it was so funny because didn't he, like, throw up in his hand?
3: It was kind of like he just kind of went, and it was just like right, it was kind of on his arm as well. Well, it was like just because
1: of the conversation, too, because <laughs> I was talking to the guest who, by fact, was his first time he's ever met either of us in person. Oh,
3: no. (laughs) So you're like, well.
1: This is forest.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Let me find. I literally, I got a notification on Facebook, and it was the first time that I was ever on this podcast. Not this podcast specifically, but just kind of like top shelfers. And I was like, that's so precious. What the heck? Let me see if I can find it.
2: Okay, but,
0: mm-hmm. going back to the book now, there I want to... Oh, in
3: 2018,
0: there we go, May 14th, 2018. May 1st, 2018.
2: Pumpkin Jambalaya. Pumpkin Jambalaya. Yeah, watch. Watch Forrest right there drinking. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Forrest is a lot tinier than I gave him credit for. <laughs> I figured he'd be a bigger person.
0: <laughs> I don't remember <laughs>
2: I, mean, he I love that you guys are just smiles. like
0: just watching like what the fuck I just,
1: I just love his it? little casual smile cause he <laughs> looks at both of us cause he you can kinda hear it
3: and then you him go
0: cause it's almost like he was <laughs> oh, he was coughing I and mean, you see
3: him
1: go
4: like
0: cause so I was
1: good. asking that kid he was talking about like He's quit smoking weed, and I was like, "Oh, so why? What made you do that?" And he was like, yeah. "Oh, life choice." And then he throws up, and that kid's like, "Oh my!" <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> oh my! Shout out, Saxon. Hope
1: you're doing well, my guy. Shouts out.
3: Shouts out. Shouts out!
1: Well, then there's this fucking classic.
4: <laughs> <laughs> a little kiss.
1: Like a little kiss on stream. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm sorry.
1: I also forcibly got kissed on here too by Chandler. But
3: that's beautiful.
1: They were arguing. And I was like, "Kids need to make up," and
3: then they just. Oh my god! <laughs> <weird>. <laughs> oh my god!
1: <laughs> well, because there used there was a running inside joke where I don't remember it because this was during drinking days. But, oh yeah. Uh, mm. Forrest or Chandler kissed each other at like a party once, like, and then the whole thing was like, "No, you kiss me. No, I or you kissed me back and forth."
4: Yeah. so it
1: got brought up again and they did that and they both went 50-50 I, saw, I rewatched they it they both went and uh,
3: <laughs> right in
1: I was just like oh my god not again
2: not again <laughs> no okay but wait
1: yeah let's get back to the book oh
2: yeah book <laughs> uh, we are oh I hate to say this because there are 17 characters but we are on the fourth character yeah. in the book
3: I'm so sorry, people.
2: Oh my god, we can kind of like go through a little
3: bit. Yeah, exactly. Let's speed through. (laughs)
2: Yeah, there's Lady Bag Lady, which is all about the rich trying to be poor. Yeah, because that's the current trend. Like it's cool. And I think that's a lot to be said for, like, example ripped jeans that became the cool rich look and the whole punk movement which i will try not to go into it but punk is very elitist yeah which is very hypocritical hypocritical it's not against (laughs) what they believe but they are very elitist which honestly it kind of it makes sense with all of the like i want to i don't want to say fake and I don't want to say phony, but there are a lot of people who are taking that style into their own without actually researching the punk ideologically. Yeah, yeah.
4: Well, but
1: and, and it's the same thing with like the the quote unquote big titty goth girlfriend. Goth. How yes. many is it just an aesthetic that they like mm-hmm. how they look exactly. versus are they actually goth? Actually
2: goth. Yeah. I and mean, the punk movement was wholly an aesthetic that perpetrated their ideologically, their decision to rebel, and that has evolved, even fuck you, whoever is watching, that's about to be like, oh no, this bullshit. No, a lot of the (laughs) hardcore punks are just about the aesthetic. And a lot of the hardcore punks are just like, yeah, no, I'm punk without actually believing in the ideologically. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, I, I get what you're saying too. Like, like it's
2: anarchy! <laughs> yeah, they're like, anarchy, but you're also a rich brat.
3: Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like, okay, sure, buddy. Like, you just don't, like, you know, obviously you want the aesthetic and everything, but like, you've never actually faced necessarily like the injustice that causes people to have that like ideal.
2: And that's also such tie into the vic- to the the very theme yeah! of the b- <laughs> victimization. Because this book is everywhere in society, yeah. yep. and that's why I'm not surprised nor upset the way that our conversation has oh, gone. No, cause
3: yeah, because
2: everything it's been really. Yeah. like but yeah, the
3: the
1: bag the lady thing was just to quickly summarize it. She was rich and wealthy, and they pretty much were bored and decided to go be homeless and to give them, like, something to do almost. Yeah,
2: Yeah, one of their friends was having sex on her... Not sex on, sex with her husband on the street as homeless people, and they saw that as a... Solution to solve yeah. their boredom. Yeah. Because so they the pretended to be homeless and they went all out. Don't get me wrong. They did the whole like,
4: yeah.
2: Dirty rags, dumpster diving, they, pissed on clothes.
1: They fit the image to try and fit in, but the reality was just they were fake. Yeah. Yes. Which is prevalent everywhere in society. Yeah.
2: Everywhere. And then her husband got murdered because they accidentally wet witnessed a, a murder happening with a wealthy heiress. Um, and people were looking for them because they know that they saw
3: like these homeless people see the murder and they were like, we gotta find them and then secretly they're like these rich well-known popular people and they're like Exactly. <gasps> shit.
2: <laughs> and <laughs> to add to the overall story her husband got murdered which led her to become a veritable hermit she never left her house or did anything outdoors because she was terrified of people killing her, which is kind of the reason of the writer's retreat. Honestly, yeah. Lady Bag Lady is possibly my favorite of the victims yeah. because she never went that extreme. Yeah. She just Yeah She had a moment. She wrote her piece. And then she realized how entitled and bullshit Mm -hmm. that was. And then she killed herself, which I believe. But she had that moment. And not that killing yourself is any way a good thing or any way justifying your actions. But she took into account her actions before yeah. suicide yeah. and she made peace with everything. Uh,
3: Which I think also like the whole, um, cause the in-between story of like tying it all together, they called like everything that's like, you know, fixing the furnace cause they try to break everything and like throw out all the food so then they can be victims and make it more shitty for themselves. They always mentioned that a ghost is, Mm -hmm. like, fixing things for them and all this stuff. And they're like, oh, the ghost has killed this person. And you're just
2: kind of like...
1: Which is, like, the last lines of the book is, like...
2: Camera behind the camera behind the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also a prevalent story in how she kills herself, but (laughs) everyone there... Is just the camera behind the camera behind the camera mm-hmm. they're all witnessing and recording through their eyes yeah. through I want to say tattletale's camera uh, I think it's tattletale, yeah. yeah, yeah through tattletale's camera that scene where they can print where they can show off how exactly they've been traumatized because the overall story is they make themselves the victims of their circumstance when there isn't actually that traumatic circumstance because Mr. Whittier isn't starving them. He isn't cutting them. He isn't mutilating them can we talk about the
3: fact that like i mean at the end it shook me when like obviously mr whittier was alive like spoiler alert mr whittier was alive the entire time right and watching them the whole entire time and then you realize that mrs clark like her daughter did it all and the thing is is he did this multiple times and this is something that he just does i saw this reddit account and i was like reading about it and how like He basically is just doing this to prove that, like, an afterlife exists because the whole suffering here on Earth is supposed to, like, represent. Well,
1: yeah, because it was the Venus thing. Yeah, the whole Venus.
2: I honestly believe. Don't get me wrong, afterlife is whatever. Yeah. I don't necessarily believe in one, but if there is one, that's cool. That's dope. Let's see how I fare out. Fun But. I think personally that Mr. Whittier wasn't necessarily doing this as a suffering act. He was more doing this as an experimental act. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is actually stated by Chuck Palinuk in the very beginning. He relates them. To lab rats, mm-hmm.
4: uh-huh.
2: um, and this is all just some grand experiment yeah. in the very beginning, and it's never mentioned again. That's it's totally. just so Easter egg for yeah. someone who's read the books more than once. Yeah, but it's all an experiment on how much humans make themselves suffer, mm-hmm. and how much that. He didn't contribute to the lack of food, to the lack of laundry, to the lack of housing. And how much that people just want to get famous. And I feel like with uh, Lady Bag Lady especially, there's an act, there's a theme to how much those who have plenty, food, money, wealth, all of that, how much they idealize the poor, the hungry, Mm. the homeless, and how much they just see them as free. Right. And I think that's a prevalent story in the book underneath the victimization.
1: Right. It's, I never thought about that Was reading the book. Because, yeah, and everyone says that in reality, too. Like, mm-hmm. when you have everything, it's less purpose.
2: And no one believes it. Because, hear me out, I even, I know it, but I don't believe it. Because I feel like if I have money, I could do anything. But also, if I have money, What's the I point? fully believe I would want to make more money just to create a security net. Yeah. Cause well, cause I think,
0: well, and I think that's what a lot of people criticize people that are like either poor or they don't have a lot of money is like, um, like people like, um, Hurricane Katrina, people were getting Mm -hmm. checks. Like they were living in like um, shelters and they were able to live there up until they can get their own place but they were getting these checks from the state to like help pay for it, and they would just blow it all on like TVs, video yeah. games, things that they can have. Because it's like, when you don't have a lot and you mm-hmm. get a lot of money, you don't think about security for the big picture. You're like, this is the things I want now. I'm gonna get them now because I know I'm not gonna get them again. And I think that's yes. what a lot of people don't realize and they like criticize people who spend their money. or their, Like, I mean, there is an extent where like people who mm-hmm. are on on, unemployment who don't deserve to be on employment because they're just lazy there is a difference but then at the same time I get it too because like if you don't have a lot when you get this free money you're gonna spend it on something you can couldn't have gotten before and that's where it's like I, I get that because it's like like now like like when I worked at the bakery to compare to my job now I'm making almost double not quite but pretty damn close to double but like at the bakery, I was always like, I wish I had more time off or I wish I had more of this or missed that. But now that I have almost double the money, I'm still like, oh, I wish I had more time off. I wish I had this. But I'm like, I still have that mindset of like, I need to keep making more. And I know if I lost like my job and I had to basically start back to where I was at the bakery, it would be super hard for me because then it's like, well, I'm starting back to where I was, but like, then I'll always still have that mindset. Hey, of I need to make more, more and more and more more.
4: Right.
2: Uh, Dr. Pepper. I may or may not or have drank the last Dr.
3: Pepper uh, can, but oh! <laughs> I gotta
2: I had some. Is there anything to mix with this?
3: I have this. Still has vodka in it, but I mean, <laughs> <'Kay>. <laughs> give it a good. <laughs> we will suffer together. Okay, I'm. You know what? This is fair. This is like the time fair that. Um, is fair.
1: I think there's a. <laughs> Kanye West line, which, I, Kanye West now is, I don't want to talk about it, but old (laughs) Kanye used to rap some pretty, like, pretty important things, but, um, I think he said, having money isn't everything, but not having it is. Like, I think that goes with the whole entire, oh, lord. That wasn't a good response to that.
3: (laughs) I like how we're, like, switching around these (laughs) cubs. Oh, that's bad. We suffer together. I mean, okay,
1: (laughs) hold on, I, I guess I have, it's like a tiger's blood power drink. <laughs> <laughs> like
4: We you, will, no. I
1: would sip it first before you try and like
3: mix it. I'm sorry, my it. hair is on, my hair gets everywhere. My hair gets in their ass cracks
1: more than it gets in mine. It might be better than just straight vodka.
2: It is what it is. <laughs> it is what <laughs> yes. it is.
3: I was, like, Good. when she was, like, we'll suffer together, this reminds me of every single time that, um, <laughs> so whenever Allie and I get, like, drunk together and we go walk outside, Allie is, <laughs> she's, like,
4: peeing
2: in nature. Mm-hmm. A very I pee so <laughs> many places awesome. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, I have peed on the state capital. I have peed... On many no. a churches, You're I peed off <laughs> a three story tower. You're welcome. We peed in a bulldozer. That's what we did. That is true. We did that <laughs> when
3: we were white. There was a lot of um, construction on in, the in Sugar House, you know, kind of like that one street that had a bunch of construction. Yeah. And it was like really, really late. And we were definitely drunk. And the thing is, is I don't pee outside unless Allie goes, I'm going to pee. You're going to pee with me, right? And I'm like, yeah.
2: Because, you know, Here's ride or die Here's the thing, you can always say no But you never say <laughs> no. I never said no I
3: appreciate I, that know, so much Because <laughs> I remember the first time that we did She was like, it's an experience that we need to experience together And I was like, you know what, this is a fact Let's do this And so then there was, later on After that first time, obviously We've done it multiple times uh, We were walking down the street, both had pee um, There was this bulldozer <laughs> that had the thing And she was like, this is a perfect place to pee
1: And I was <laughs> like Agreed. Agreed.
3: <laughs> and then we just both, like, we literally just peed there on like right there into this bulldozer.
1: Hey, I respect it.
3: And it was like, you were like, basically you were like, you know what, if we gotta pee, we gotta pee together. <laughs> and I was like, straight okay, big but facts. Fact.
2: <laughs> I have peed off a fence with a good friend of mine. You've peed out of a car, like a moving car before, right? I have, yes. I'm very good at I've peed out of a moving car multiple times. I know the situation, the speed. (laughs) I have drove in a car as one of my friends has peed. (laughs) I know the exact circumstances that are optimal to not peeing on the car and not being caught. It's
1: impressive, because coming from me, that seems more difficult to not pee on the car.
2: Yeah, and the thing is, is we are women.
1: We have Yeah, Yeah. okay. I can direct. Yeah, you can direct. We have to,
2: like angle (laughs) (laughs) here's the thing out of a moving car love you men (laughs) fuck you men finally we have a place to pee that's easier to pee (laughs) as a woman than as a man and yeah. Out of a fuck you men. <laughs> we the a fucking Shi Wee which
3: is uh, unliable. Oh I got what I got a Shi for um so we have this annual Christmas party that we go is to a cabin. Like a go girl? Yeah, a go girl. That's what it is. Um I got we have basically this annual Christmas party at this cabin for about a weekend and we always have like a white elephant where we get a bunch of weird things and then all of us <laughs> Take one. Perfect. Let me feel the vibes. I don't
1: know how that's <laughs> gonna taste with the Coke and or the dark Pepper in there as well.
3: You
2: see,
1: it seems like a I bold don't trust strategy. Ellie, but I trust
2: her. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it doesn't taste too bad. It kind of tastes like a car, generically. Actually, yeah, yeah, it, it has taste the taste right? of a generic car. It has the taste of a generic car.
3: Oh, but basically I got a chili and a it's shot glass that said, um, really I'll pee bad. next to no. you. No. And, sorry, I'm setting this. Oh wait, we can't set it down, I realize, because it messes up the audio. I'm so bad.
0: fucked up oh, with so sorry. many things. We're <laughs> this far in, it's far No, far literally in. we've been
3: doing this.
1: <laughs> so I want, I have to go soon. Oh yes. Uh, it's all, It's seven-ish. What I want to finish on, and we can always do a part two of this, I like don't, like there's still a lot to discuss, but oh. what do you guys think was in the black box?
2: Oh. Okay, so honestly, I would rather not know. So, for those of you who have not read Haunted, there's a story with Te- Tess Clark's daughter. And mm-hmm. she she gets up, all dolled up in the like teenage way with the fancy dress and the glamorous earrings in the teenage way and there's this nightmare box which goes off at a unprecedented unreliable amount of time unexpected yep yeah it takes for however long it takes and no one can predict how long. And then it just sh- suddenly shuts off. And it apparently shows an image for a half a second, I want to say. So Tess Clark, it's at this art gallery. And this nightmare box is featured. So Tess Clark's daughter gets picked for this. So she looks in it. She sees this nightmare image no idea what it is or what it stands for but she sees it and then she does not talk about it ever she never talks about it and then she immediately goes on this writer's retreat pre the book yeah and nobody that she's
3: going on this retreat everyone thinks that she's been kidnapped or disappears by the yes.
2: way yes 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 so she goes on this uh, writer's retreat, no one ever talks about it, and then Tess Clark, her daughter, returns, but as not the same person she was. She returns, honestly, as the most healthy, stable human being. In
1: the whole book.
2: Yeah, exactly. Literally and Tess Clark killed her for it because she wants her unstable daughter back. teenager daughter back she
1: wanted all these horrible things to have happened to her when she was kidnapped because Tess Clark was like putting in her mind like she's getting like all this crazy shit's happening yeah. to her but then when she comes back and she is so now not interested in like popularity or high school mm-hmm. stuff or anything like that and didn't, didn't her daughter say something like What she saw in The Nightmare Box made her want to become a writer? Yeah. She was like,
3: it made me want to write. One thing that actually, I think one of the biggest quotes that affected me in this book was from her daughter, because basically, she I mean, she comes back and she's like mutilated. Right. And because they find her after this writer's retreat, which is exactly what happens to all the characters in the book, and they start mutilating themselves. But you don't realize that that until later that that this has happened much before, and that's what you realize that the daughter went through the same thing. And that's the whole reason um, Tess Clark is there because she wants to figure out what happened to her daughter. But basically she comes back mutilated. And all these people, like all the police and all of that stuff, they're asking her, they're like, who did this to you? You can tell us, like, where is this coming from? All this stuff. And she like looks at her mom and she's like, you really think that I'd let anybody else do this to me?
4: Right. Mm-hmm. Other than
3: myself. Yes. And like the whole time is she's like, Literally the mom's like, what do you mean? And like just chalks it up to like she's kind yeah. of crazy. It's the yeah. trauma, all that stuff. But she literally did all those things to herself. Mm-hmm. But and nobody actually realizes that.
2: And that's what I feel like Tess Clark is so an integral character to this book because she's watching this all grow, but she never understands the true fact of her her daughter victimizing herself Mm -hmm. and i feel like she lays her whole story out without ever truly growing as a character and that is why tess clark is so important of a character Mm -hmm. because she shows how humanity sees all of this and never truly understands, right. never truly wants to understand, and never truly grows. Well, and yeah. I
1: also think it shows how humans are inherently intrigued in drama. hmm Whether mm-hmm. we want to admit it or not, Yeah. humans love drama.
2: No, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, it, people can say like, they live
1: drama free or want to do it, but then we watch, like, Game of Thrones or.
2: Yeah, like, and, and we just want love to it. have How many have people <laughs> are true crime Oh, yeah. Junkies. Oh, yeah. junkies. Or, what, like. Like,
0: I don't like drama in my personal life. Yeah. But I love, we have this one friend that my bestie <laughs> a she tells me everything about everybody, and I love knowing I it. Like, mm. And I hate myself the fact that I love knowing yeah. everyone's drama. And
2: I feel like that's where the heroes, victims, and villains mm-hmm. stereotype comes to play because everyone <laughs> loves a victim. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah, And yeah, everyone definitely. fucking loves a villain. Whether they want to admit it or not, they oh, love yeah. to hate a victim. They love a victim. They it's just interest, absorb yeah. the victim or the villain. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, sorry, like villain. I meant to say villain. I mean, I'm honestly. I'm a little drunk right now. <laughs> but... They love the villain more than anything else in this story because name one of Ted Bundy's victims. Name
3: one! I was about to say, what, Deborah Clark? Deborah Debra Clark? Yeah. Deborah Clark? That's Debra the Clark.
1: one my family knows.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah that's the one really. from Utah,
3: though. That's and so we specifically know that. That's them.
2: one. Out of how many? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, because we because we love the village specifically ten more bunnies. than <laughs> anything else, and oh. that's what I feel like yeah, no, the book accentuates yeah. how the you, chicken, chicken korma hey <laughs> <A>. but <laughs> Tess and Mister Whittier they both get more stories mm-hmm. cuz Mr. Whittier get gets backstories. two backstories and Tess gets four. Right. She gets four backstories mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong, I I fucking love every one of those because they just show how much of a villain yeah and how much of a non-villain they like are. person she yeah. is. Well, but yeah. They get more of a backstory than anyone else. And I feel like that's what the book shows. (laughs) Yeah. That the villains... We love to hate awful people. We love when there are villains in the story. We love the villains. There's no story
0: if there's no villain.
2: (laughs) Exactly. And I feel like... I'm sorry. No. (laughs) I feel like... The villains are the main part of the story, and people pretend that the heroes are, but no! The villains get more credit than anyone else, and people love to heroize the heroes, but it's the victims and the villains that get most credit. Well, and that's what this book shows. I think that's really true too, because you can also see that a lot in superhero culture. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Because
0: um yeah, we love Spider-Man, Superman,
2: fuck you know, ever, all superhero, that stuff,
0: Yeah. But fan. like fans. <laughs> Fake fans. But big fan, big like, big has anyone like <laughs> like when you think of Batman, the first thing you think of and you know so much more mm-hmm. than Batman is Joker, Joker. and Harley well Quinn. Well, I
1: think true
0: villains. Mm-hmm. You villains. Know you love hearing the villain stories so much more than the, like, the heroes, because the heroes are always, like, cliches, but Mm -hmm. the villains, are like, why did they become a villain? And it's so much more relatable, because you're like, I understand, because in that situation, I understand why, like, my future diaries. Oh,
3: dude, that fucking, oh, that is so anime, Anime. straight up, anime.
2: (laughs) Honestly, that's the question I want to ask. Are people... Predisposition to be bad, and is that why we glamorize well, the villains? Well, Go
1: here's what down. I think. So, there are no heroes without villains. So, villains create the narrative. Yeah, and heroes are reactive in nature. So, like, I look at it as villains. Which, if we're talking about being proactive and reactive, usually proactive is a positive thing.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. villains
1: are the proactive heroes are reactive heroes only show when When there's there's a villain being proactive and I think the reason why people can name a hundred serial killers and not five doctors is because like the doctors are reactive to Uh us needing care where the villains are proactive in getting their name out there to do
4: harm.
3: I think that's why like a whole ton of like I know that like specifically like like school shootings and stuff like that happened because like of the original, of what is it? The OG? It's not actually like. It's G-O-G, not the OG, OG but like but it's the one that Columbine. got the most. Yeah, Columbine. It's the one Columbine that got the most. Columbine started
0: the thing. The, the the attention to school shootings and bullying. That's yeah. what brought upon all of the things, and that's why a lot of the heroism in that unfortunate event comes from is because that's where like I feel like the hero like hero villain is hard because then you think of, like, the Columbine shooters. I'm not supporting them. I hope everyone <laughs> I'm hope not supporting know. them! I hope everyone fucking knows. I don't condone... Oh, hold on, sorry. I don't condone anything of the sort, but it's... That's why, like, the Columbine shootings are so big is because it's, like, I get it because it's, like, those kids were so badly bullied and hurt and there's... So like, they just it kind of goes it. back to the victimization. Uh, the victimization. And so yeah. it's like... Th- like th- The thing is about heroes and villains, it's like villains becoming villains makes a lot of sense. Just said, oh, well, I, said, I think, it. too, like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that uh, villains are more prominent, too, because usually a villain mm. has a reason Yeah. to start up mm. where yeah. you don't have a reason to become a hero mm. unless there's something to mm. do.
3: They have like a whole, I mean obviously kind of like a vendetta yeah. sort of thing in the first place. Mm. and Do like, you got the hiccups? You got the hiccups? I, I do. Do I try to like, suppress them? I'm I like, am. Really and it's like <laughs> a weird
1: sound. <laughs> I heard it and I was like
4: I looked around <laughs> and I saw you and you're like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I'm like Okay but <laughs> Yeah I still fu- <laughs> I fucking got the hiccups Bite me <laughs> But And here is Honestly Yeah that was not hiccup It's gonna happen a couple times And I'm not gonna, gonna Fucking address it, we're, it. <laughs> so we're gonna have to roll with it honestly I feel like I feel like villains are more relatable to our society and that's something I I should address to the entire human (gasps) culture because why are victims more relatable because I feel like I'm a pragmatic, semi-sceptical view, but I f- i feel like humans are... Shut up. The
4: no, I'm sorry. That I'm, like, I'm
2: sorry that hiccups just keep getting in. I know. <laughs> I fucking I'm know. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I feel like humans have been a bad touch to my... Mo- to mother nature and serial killers bad doers I feel like that's just just fucking nature and I feel like we need a fuck a fucking wake up call yeah I hiccup dirty <laughs> <Boston. laughs> you're fucking <laughs> welcome <laughs> but I feel like human beings just have a bad, naturalistic res- response. Yeah. And that we need a wake-up call. And that's what this book shows. That human beings' response to situations <gasps> is just to admit pity. Oh pity
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> admit pity no honestly i would say that like the whole fact of victimization is like definitely the like the center of this entire book right you know and just because like obviously a majority of the stories are just about them victimizing themselves including like the in between that like ties them all together is the fact that they like right. utilize them like mutilize themselves to actually like Make sure that they get the good story.
2: Okay, but also, even in every. Oh. <laughs> everyday society. People victimize themselves to create a better punch. Oh, yeah, a better punchline. A punch better punchline. And that's exactly what we have to. What we have to fix.
4: To create
2: a better future. Yeah. Yeah. Because we can't be seen as the victims or the heroes or the villains because we glorify the villains so much. Because notice in the book, Haunted, the villains, the villains get more story than anyone else.
1: Yeah. I mean...
3: I mean, honestly, yeah. Also, you should figure out what, I don't know who Holly's talking to on the phone. and I, I want to know because also back to the point of drama, I want to know everything. That also goes back to the nightmare book because or
4: nightmare, box.
3: nightmare box, because I literally the entire time, I want to know what's in it so bad. Yeah. Because like, obviously I can guess what's in it and like, what I really want is that it's something that kind of, like, reflects, like, your true self sort of thing. Some sort of thing that really makes you, like, reflect specifically on yourself. But, I mean, you'll never actually know.
1: I think Bieber put it good, too. Like, I, she said, I don't think there's anything in the box. I think it's the anticipation.
3: I agree. I agree completely, Bieber, honestly. Because the whole anticipation of, like, they call it the nightmare box. They know that something's coming. And, right. like, it yeah. fucked up people in the past that they're all terrified. And then once you see it and it's basically nothing... That's when you're kind of like, wow, is that really what my life was about this right. entire time? Just anticipating this nightmare box of this terrifying thing.
1: I love the quote, Julia Sneezer. That's one of my favorite movies. Wait, what is seen Julius that? Sneezer? Seven? Any? Seven? If you've never seen Seven, go I've home never and watch seen it. it. I should watch it. Morgan Freeman, Brad Pitt, and I can't remember the other guy. It's a murder mystery. It is so fucking good. Oh, shit. let's close out the stream, you and oh, I. Oh, yes, um, yes. We will talk about doing a second part to finish out this book. Because it's so
3: long. We only got halfway through the characters. Yes,
1: and we've been going for, like, three hours and some change.
3: I am so sorry, people, but I hope you really enjoyed it. Yeah,
1: Kevin Spacey's the other guy in it.
3: Oh. It's great.
1: So, yeah, we will make sure you guys are on Twitter or following one of our Read Between the Wines pages on Instagram or Twitter Mm -hmm. itself. We'll be posting an update on what we're going to do next month. Either it's going to be a second part of this... Or going into a new book, uh, yeah. which we will post. Um, outside of that, stay engaged. There will be more content coming from um, different, different variations, variations of the sources. stream. Yeah, yeah, definitely, Nick. I will message you tomorrow. I have some free time.
3: Hell yeah!
1: How'd you get those
3: two girls to leave? And just to let you know. That has now happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can think that. That's all right. TikTok I cam. I
1: panda to become a <laughs> dragon master. You need to ruin <laughs> a
3: scroll, but the scroll is that. Literally.
1: Warrior, <laughs> not master.
3: Because you guys seem awesome. We'll definitely keep
1: Mixer going. Like Mixer will never stop. So. Yeah,
3: definitely. We'll keep it going.
2: Jeez. Oh, TikTok came twelve.
1: <laughs> oh, you ruined your
2: <laughs> oh, persona. Sir. We were so excited about your comments, but then now all of a sudden, (laughs) not as excited. All
1: right, we'll go ahead. We're going to close it out, and we will, everyone who supported us tonight with, like, the subs and the bits and different things like that.
3: Thank you so much. much. Thank you so much. And the sparks.
1: We appreciate it. Yeah. We'll be back uh, very soon. Take it easy.
3: See you later, Skate.